I think we're gonna. I'm calling it now. Jessica Zam's hot take. We are getting. We're getting some portion of the streets playable this year. I don't know if it's gonna be 50 PMCs. I don't know if we're gonna get more than 27 frames per second, but I think we get something. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, the show dedicated to talking about all the progress things in life, like music, content creation, and video games. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jesse Kazam, an Escape from Tarkov YouTuber and Twitch streamer. And I'm Veritas, and I am uh, uh, rock hard. <clears throat> hey, I'm proud of you for thinking of something. <laughs> I mean, I, w I was actually gonna gonna say something else, but we just watched the, but the Tarkov. The, yeah, the trailer. Yeah. Uh, no, what I was gonna say was. That to, so yesterday, um, I, I think I don't think I've actually like talked about it on the podcast, but most of the people who hang on the streams and stuff know that uh, okay. back in March, had a family member that passed away. Mm. Me and my sister were in charge of the estate and everything like that. Um, as of yesterday, we closed on uh, closed. Well, we had the closing, so uh, house is all sold, which is a big fucking weight off my shoulders. Yeah. Uh, got wired the cash today, and uh, within about five minutes of having that, I paid off my fucking student loans. Wow. Which is, I've been planning on paying for the next 20 fucking yeah, years. Yeah, seriously. It's like... That's awesome. Giant fucking weight off my shoulders, so... So I guess that, that's, yeah. yeah, that's probably what you meant earlier when you are saying a bittersweet day. It's like hard to close that chapter because of obviously all yeah, the implications yeah. of what it means. But there's some good things that can come as a result of that, which is good to celebrate in its own right. So that's cool. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Um, but yeah, it's uh, we we just just came off watching, which for those of you listening, we will have this linked below. But we just came off watching that brand new Streets of Tarkov trailer. So going into it. It was interesting because they were they were talking about how they were going to do something at the Summer Games Fest. And I don't know. I was I I was hoping for more than just a teaser trailer because we've had that's 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 teaser trailer number three. And that's since they started counting. Like, you know what I mean? Like way back in yeah. the day, there was street stuff. You know what I mean? But I actually just found this out before I hopped in is that they've got their own dedicated section on sunday they have 40 bsg has 45 minutes it's going to be on the main twitch channel twitch like at twitch twitch channel as a part of i guess summer games fest or e3 i don't really know what festival is going on but they've got 45 minutes i just found out about that so who knows what's coming interesting but we'll have to see but we got the new trailer it's about two and a half minutes long you just watched it i've seen it like eight times today what do you think what are first first impressions so I watched it Second. when I was getting, when I was like brushing my teeth and getting in the yeah, shower. Yeah, yeah. I had it on my phone, like on the windowsill with like the sun kind of <laughs> yeah, shining. Yeah. So it was mostly like, oh, okay. It just looks like a bunch of cool new environments. Yeah. Um, but nothing like significant. Um, but then a bunch of people were saying like, oh, you know, did you see the destructible environments in the fucking tanks and or whatever? I'm like. Wait, tanks what? Tarkov because they're basically just <laughs> yeah. like JPEGs, you know. But um, but yeah, th th honestly, those are the only. Actually, there's three things that seemed noteworthy. 
to me. Um, the first being, it looked like there's a new iteration of like the ragdoll physics. Um, yeah. This is probably the third or fourth one that I've seen um, in the game. I would say, yeah, probably at least the third. I can think of if you go back and watch some of the older videos. Um, yeah. That uh, that pretty much any has anybody has on their channel, you can see that the bodies fell differently. Yeah. Um, and even though it wasn't, there was like aspects of the old way that weren't realistic, but that also were realistic. Like you could shoot a body and it would like like twitch for yeah, a while, yeah, yeah. like while you were. It, it was kind of like a little janky, but at the same time, it was like if you're shooting somebody in the head, they're going to fucking like roll over. You know what 100%, I mean? Yeah. Um, but they kind of did away with that, um, with like the newer implementation of the kind of ragdoll stuff, mm -hmm. or at least they like toned it down. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't actually pinpoint, I'll have to watch it a few more times to pinpoint, but all of the bodies falling just looked different. For sure. And okay. I was, I was thinking the same thing and I couldn't tell if that was because it was like, I, I don't know enough to know. I was like, is that just because this is a closed test environment and everything is running as good as it should be? Or is mm -hmm. that because they've updated it? I was thinking the same thing. There's one clip. I did a video about it today. And I, I in the video, I put the clip like three times at slower and slower motion. There's a clip where he's pushing a guy in a room and the dude was in a grenade throw animation. And I don't know how to explain it. But like, if you watch it back, the animation of him throwing that grenade is so so smooth it's like a pitcher throwing a baseball it feels like he's got weight in his hand there's follow through the grenade doesn't leave his hand until all the way down when his fingers start to uncurl like i was like there's something about that i throw grenades all the time and in tarkov you don't ever see him pull it out he just you just basically the hand and then once the hands at like its apex it just comes out of your yeah. hand basically because it happens so fast this felt like some dude took it and was like chucking it it just felt so some of that, I felt that too. Some of the animations, some of the ragdoll, something felt different. And I was, I'm sure this is a build in Unity 2019, right? Like there's, it has to be. So I wasn't sure if it was just because of that or whatever, but um, I noticed that too. I noticed that it felt, it felt smooth. I yeah. So, so there was, there was that. Um, the second thing was, again, I didn't notice this until the second time around, yeah. <clears throat> was the, some more dynamic destructible kind of environments yes. like right now if you shoot like a computer monitor it doesn't Nothing. fall over or anything it so it looked like there's one point where he's like spraying a desk and the computer monitor goes flying off yep there was there was also one part that like to me it's like destructible but i'm doing the magic air quotes with my fingers destructible yeah. where like it's like in video games where there's like a hidden wall, but it's just like a yes. darker gray patch. Yes. It looked like that where there was literally like a rubbled up area wall, that looked yeah. like it was blocked off. And then that like blew up when they yeah, with like shot a GL. Like a GL. And, yeah. So, I mean, it, that's cool because um, it's just like like a little bit more dynamic, but it didn't like if, if I shoot 10 feet before that. I want to be able to blow a hole in the wall. You know what I mean? Yes. And that's, uh, but it, I doubt that that's going to happen. I saw that too. It was a very obvious visual clue, like blow that it was, it was the video game language of blow this up, right? Like it's got the yeah. cracks in the wall and it's different, but that's interesting because Which, it's like one of those things, like it, it's gonna, if you want to go to the next room, you have to say, Hey everybody, I'm over yes. here. That's what I was going to say. It's like setting I'm, off the alarm. Kind I'm of actually thing. okay with that. Like I was, I thought about it and I was like, I'm actually okay with that. Because I don't need, like, as cool as it would be, I don't, in order to have fun in Tarkov, I don't need, you know, 
fully destructible. If I shoot an RPG at anywhere on any wall, there's going to be a gaping hole in the wall. Like that'd be cool. But like, we know that that's just not realistic on unity. Like, so I'm okay with it. If it serves functionally, we know that their map design is really good. So like, I like the idea of almost hidden flanks or hidden doors. Like you can get from A to B the long way, or if you have the right equipment and you find yourself in this situation, you can get from A to B this way as well. It makes explosives exactly. like a utility and exactly. not just Exactly. As long as it's combat. not just the GL. If it's like GL grenades, they're going to do C4 eventually. I would like that to like have things, equipment that I bring outside of just guns and ammo that has a tool. I mean, has a use as a tool. So I saw that and at first I was like, dude, well, of course you blow that wall up. But then I was like, as long as it's done... Well, I'm okay Dude, with imagine that. like a safe, like a wall to a big safe that yeah. you have to like put C4 down on 100%. and then like have a huge explosion. And or then even it's if like, they were like, key... that's the equivalent of unlocking, unlocking a marked room and, but yes. then like an event. Yes. You know? I was thinking that too. If there were locked doors, what if there was a locked, a marked room and the entrance to that marked room was sealed and you could get to it a different way, but that way it triggers some sort of auditory alarm not really alarm but like if you hear the big explosion you know the guy's probably hitting marked room and now you can push that building like there's cool things they could do with it but i was just as hyped if not more hyped for this the minuscule destructibility the the monitor turning over every time i every time you watch the trailer you'll find more things there's books falling off of bookshelves at one point there's a grenade that blows up in the middle of the hallway and everything against that wall shelves fall over paper goes flying like that stuff is immersive like that it made the trailer feel like a movie and it was really cool and i was like man even if it was as simple as that as far as destructibility is concerned, like I just think it's, I think it's cool. I think it goes a long way to make the game just feel like visceral and fun and yeah. immersive. So I noticed that. And uh, I mean, uh, the, the vibe I'm getting for the community, a very welcomed addition. Like that's, that's one of those surprise and delight things. Like we haven't heard them talk about destructible environments for a long time, but it was like, that's cool. I didn't even know. Like it, it's been so long that I, yeah. You, if you would ask me if they had ever talked about it, I would have said no. Yeah. Like I'm, yeah. I'm sure they have, but I've never, like off the top of my head, don't recall them ever talking about it. I wasn't expecting it. Yep. Ever. It wasn't even a thing I really thought about. Um. So I'm super yeah. excited about that. That was pretty cool. Um. One of the things that like, like of course, like we said, it's a test environment. So FPS is going to be great. You know, y you've got a lot of the like, um. Um, people walking at slower speeds, which makes everything feel more like real. Like, you know what I mean? Like you, I'm sure you do that well, with the immersion runs. Get teleporting yeah. all over the place. You do that with your immersion runs where you actually like slow the walk speed down and it immediately makes the game feel so when people are like walking through hallways, it's cool. But one of the things I noticed was just like, so this was obviously the first we've seen of streets in combat. We've got we've got trailer the original trailer first game from Tarkov has got some dude you know derping around through streets the past two teasers we've gotten over the last year have just been a guy with a gun walking around a small section of streets that's all we've seen in streets of Tarkov this is the first time we've seen combat we've seen uh, a bunch of people we see AI we see PMCs and of course they're gonna put their best foot forward with these with these fights but. I noticed immediately it feels like everything they've said it was going to be. At one point, there's like a 
you could watch these trailers on slow-mo and get so much more because Nikita likes to do those really quick cuts. One of those cuts, man, there's a dude with an RPK and he's just point fire spraying into a, a building? building because he doesn't know what window he's getting shot from. And that's the stuff that I lie awake at night thinking about when I'm playing streets, some dude decides to move out in the open because maybe there's like a loot container up there. You get shot from a window and you're just like, where, dude? Like, so a few of these cuts really give me the vibe that I want from streets. You know what I mean? Like, of course, we're not playing it. Of course, I'm not trying to jump the gun, but it's now, giving yeah. me the vibe I want from streets, dude. But so picture picture that what you're talking about you know like a guy out in the parking lot running between cars and another guy like in a building where you're not sure what the window is yeah um imagine that but the uh, the person in the window has a stock ak-74 with iron sights yep. shooting t ammo yep that then it's great. Then it's amazing yeah. assuming he doesn't have a foul with, with m61 uh, with m61 <laughs> because because you'll go pop, and if you're lucky, you'll instantly freeze because you won't have any more stamina, and you'll just be walking out yeah. in the open, and then pop, and your screen goes black, and For that sure. will suck. For sure. But but if the if the fucking fights lasted longer, man, I'm yeah. telling you, then it would be so sick. I mean, you're not wrong. It's a it's a good point. In the Tarkov, we already have the the current existence of late game just feels like one tap city you know what i mean it's just like do i one tap you or do you one tap me or if it's close quarters do i you know 60 round burst you or do you 60 round burst me and that would that could make that environment feel icky because it's just like why ever go outside of any of these buildings because i'm just gonna get thumped. um yep. so i that makes sense if they wipe with point 13 then we'll all have a decent amount of time, you know what I mean? Because everybody will yeah, be playing streets. 14 hours. No, I know, but I'm just saying, hopefully, we, there's some time. Um, the other interesting thing was that, like, so since I've started playing Escape from Tarkov, uh, we've only gotten two new maps. Uh, you know, a, like, Customs has been expanded twice, Woods has been expanded, Shoreline has been expanded. We've only gotten two new maps in the almost three years, actually three years since I've been playing Escape from Tarkov. Reserve, and labs. It was labs and then reserve. That's it. Mm -hmm. Both times, you know, correlation doesn't even causation, but both times we got a trailer exactly like this, like three weeks before the maps came out. Right? Oh, I'm not no. I'm not saying that there's a conspiracy that I think Streets is gonna come out soon. I still think like November, December is best case scenario, but what I was, I, what I'm <laughs> so saying. So I just, why'd you say? Well, this is why. why this is why. Because I just think, I still think the, the, uh, I still think the vibe of the community is that it's like, cool trailer, we'll see you in 2025. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I still think the vibe is there's no way this is coming out this year. And for some reason, I really believed, even before today, Nikita, when he was saying, like, the last time Nikita opened his mouth about streets in a podcast, he said, it's happening this year. It's just how much of it's happening. And that gave me the vibe that he was like, I'm done with this. Like, we're putting something out this year. It's just how much of it we're putting out. But the the vibe has still been in my chat. We have, I'm sure you get questions about it all the time. I get questions about it all the time. The YouTube comments, it's all like, no way it's coming out this year. Like, I real like with that trailer, 
Like the fact, and that's, that's, I guess what I'm saying is that we get trailers like that. And then we get maps three weeks later, we have a trailer like that. And we still have six months left in this year. In my opinion, I, I, I'm leaning towards, I really do think we're going to get something this year with how they just, it's pretty, it's pretty confident for them to put out a trailer like that and then do nothing for two, two more years or a year and a half. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's possible. I'm gonna, I, I'll do exactly what I do. Cautiously optimistic. Since, since I was fucking seven years old and it was like, we're going to Disney World this weekend. I just assume it's going to get canceled <laughs> because I I'm know. either right or I'm not disappointed. I know. So it's a win-win. I, 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 I just am like, I'll just, when it comes, it comes. I know. You know? Um, I know. I, yeah. and that's probably better. And I had just switched over to thinking that way. I, I had just given up all shreds of optimism for Tarkov like a month or two ago. And now you're, you are the type of person that I'm when someone's in. like, hi, would you like, you know, you're at Wendy's checking out and they're like, would you like to donate 58 cents to the, the fucking insert random, you know, the, the homeless blanket yeah. collection agency for furry redemption and you're like sure yeah sure one. like yeah always you just you're one. just like yep mm -hmm, sure whatever no sometimes that <laughs> <laughs> battle state puts out a thing and you're like okay cool i'm back on the fucking no train. i feel dude i i've recently <laughs> in my chat can tell you i've been very cynical recently however i just have Good. i have this feeling i have this feeling Good. i think we're gonna i'm calling it now jesse kazam's hot take we are getting we're getting some portion of streets playable this year I don't know if it's going to be 50 PMCs. I don't know if we're going to get more than 27 frames per second, but I think we get something. It's going to be like a fucking isometric top down. hundred. Yeah. Third yeah. person, like eight bit. We didn't, we didn't say it was going to be like, yeah, we didn't game, say it was going to be you know? good. You know what I mean? Um, um, but yeah. So then the only other thing that we haven't talked about that, I, that uh, the third thing, the last thing for me was the last like two seconds where the fucking tank rolls up. Yep. Basically, it reminded me of the the train. Um, yeah, in that, like, I don't think there's. It's not like we're going to be able to jump in and drive it. I don't think so. Yeah, it's it's very likely just uh, almost like a cutscene, but you know, yeah. not a cutscene where I'm assuming maybe like scav boss or raiders or something will roll up. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. That looks fucking cool. Like honestly, the, I'm looking forward to more than anything is the first time I get to just run into the tank and have it run me over mm -hmm. just like the train 100 that was it's good times good moment yeah yeah i was in i was interested in that like i'm, I'm wondering if it's going to be like a spawn closet situation like similar to the train where it comes from outside of the map into the map in one very specific place or like it would be really cool if the scav boss dudes like patrolled an area of streets on it and the first time they saw a pmc that's when it stops and everybody hops off and so it was like a, so a, a dynamic dope. scav boss location that, you know, he's not patrolling the whole map, but there's like this road. And if he spawns and if you end up, you know, the timing is right and he sees you there, he'll stop it. Everybody hops off. And then, and then that'd be cool because then it would be, it would be different yes. rather than have it like be scav bosses either at one place or another place. It's anywhere along the road if exactly. the road goes all the way through i mean that would be really fucking cool it would and be totally because then you could fight them from the rooftops yes. or the 17th floor or whatever and, and it's cool and then um well go ahead 
I was gonna say Fluvin also had a, a comment that I thought was fucking dope. Um, it would be cool if the boss dropped the key to the tank so that you could like loot it afterward, even if it was just like a yeah. container. Imagine if it it just had like GL rounds yep. and like if if they got rid of all grenade launcher rounds and all fucking of the top tier like M sixty one M nine nine five and they just made it so that that tank was the one yeah. source of all the AP ammo. Be crazy. And there was like eight hundred fucking rounds. I'd be totally fine with it. And that'd be that'd be dope. It would be cool because like even if you did. Because the argument would be, well, you can just wait and, like, snipe. But you see how many people were on that thing? Like, if you get a lucky shot on, like, the boss, if all of his dudes hop off and just split, like, it would still oh, be a dude, fight. They're gonna you know GL, what I mean? They're going to, some people are just going to camp with a GL and just thump and kill them all in one fucking see, explosion. I, yeah. They're probably, like, they're probably, like, invincible until they all scatter or yeah. something. I think unless there's huge changes to the GL nobody's bringing a GL to streets. You know how risky that is? Like, it's such a big map. It's going to be such a long raid. Like, I feel like, especially in the beginning, people's survival rating is going to be low because it's just, it's there's so much to do and see and so many, like, I'm, I'm not risking a GL there. On I my don't first know. I, go feel, I feel like, I feel like it's, it, it could be the opposite. Like, it could be that it's so big that the engagements are easier to get away from True. You're less likely. I mean, so like, think about if you're in, if you're on customs. If you get into a fight with someone and you're in location A and they're in location B, any name anywhere in customs and somebody can come from two or three different, like two or three main mm. angles and mm -hmm. you're kind of like fucked and you have nowhere to go. Yeah. Because they're way open with big funnels. If this place is really like, there's ten floors of a building with fifteen rooms on each yeah. floor. Like you just have a lot more options for places to go and to run away and to hide. Yeah. As opposed to like if you're in dorms and you go running away, there's there's only like two directions you can go. Yeah. <laughs> you're going out the the front entrance or you're going out the scaffolding. There's nowhere yeah. else for you to go. There's literally two yeah. ways. So in that Bro. and then it, it's possible that you know the fights might be way fewer and far in between, which I think they should be. Yep. If the fights were fewer and more far in between, if you survived longer during fights um, and you had more options during fights to be able to get away and to be able to like hide. And if you see a four man, I want to be able to, if you're in one of those buildings, dude, you could run and probably survive for 10 minutes just running away. Yeah. Whereas now in on any map you go to, it's impossible because at some point you will end up where if they're in a building, you're going to exit the building, but then you you have nowhere to go other than yeah. out in the open until some other building. But then they, then they just surround you and you're fucked, right? Yeah, but, that's true. I, know, I, I mean, like it's true. People. Bro, dude, imagine like getting up high on one of the floors in one of those buildings overlooking and you hatch it out like a window, the bottom portion of a window, and you lay down with like a suppressed DVL and just a, like... You know what I mean? Just hanging there for like 45 minutes, sniping, because it's like, if you're not breaking windows, people won't know where you're from. Quiet guns like that, like the suppressed SKS, the suppressed DVL are so quiet, bro. Oh my God. Just, just as long as it's not like, I just want to make sure whenever I'm sniping, I always feel like one of those old point and click games where the thing, like the, there's stuff on the wall everywhere, but everything is painted into the background except the one thing you can click is like this obvious tint color yeah. like whenever i'm sniping i always feel like i might be wearing all fucking green camo but 
and I might be lying in a bush, but I just always feel like I'm so obviously sticking out, yeah. whether it's my fucking glasses are glowing or whatever. But then like when I'm getting shot and I look up at the hills, all I see is shrubbery. And it's like, how is everybody else fucking blending yeah, in? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I would just want to make sure that like I want to feel confident yeah. that it wasn't with the lighting through the windows or whatever that I wasn't super fucking obvious. Yeah. Then it would be really cool. I would love to just chill, listen to music and just fucking sit for 20 Whoa. minutes and wait for... That'd be sick, dude. Like, um, what's that movie? Have, oh, have you seen The Hurt Locker? I'm gonna have to yes. put it on the list. Yeah, I have. Okay. I have. Is it The Hurt Locker where at one they've got like Capri Suns, and at one point they're just like lying there with a Barrett 50 cal, and there's like a sniper, terrorist sniper in like a hut. Was that? I know what scene you're talking about. Was that The Hurt Locker or the Bradley Cooper one, American? I'm pretty sure it's The Hurt Locker because okay. I'm okay. picturing the dude and his buddy okay it was the hurt locker and yeah i know exactly what you're okay. talking about though i couldn't remember what movie but i know exactly what scene you're talking about yeah they're just sitting there like with crusted like they've yes. just been sitting there forever Forever. and like the sun's going down and they're not moving and he's just got the fucking barrett 50 cal um yeah so like i i would love that dude just chilling there waiting just yep. like looking through all the windows i feel like silent scope remember that game mm-hmm the the arcade game back in the day where it was like a rifle with like a scope and you'd look through oh, the scope like the and it was a screen. arcades okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. remember that remember that dude, shit dude yes if it would feel like silent scope because then you're just like looking to figure out like just which waiting. window the thing's gonna pop out of like fucking whack-a-mole bro Oof. oh my gosh it it like i'm excited man i'm so excited i really hope it definitely, in true fashion, begs more questions than answers, right? Like how long, how long are the raids gonna be? You know what I mean? With how we know that there's gonna be multiple scab bosses. We know, of course, they wanna do like 30 or 40 PMCs. How many extracts are there gonna be? How long are the raids gonna be? Like we've we have always said because you and me talk about how at least you and I believe that this would be a great addition to the game, and it feels like there's no better time which is the the dropbox things like the the ability to like extract loot while staying in the raid like i like i understand that you don't want to make it so it's incredibly easy to just get all your loot out but at the same time at the same time if they make a map designed for 50 people and that's fucking 2 hours or and, whatever and everybody spawns in finds some dope loot or a quest item and insta dips, it's going to be boring. It won't feel yeah. like a map made for 50 people because it'll feel like you'll spawn in, you'll search the duffel bag, you'll find the thing you need for your quest, the Salua, you'll spend an extra seven minutes running to extract because of how big it is, and then it's just more of the same Tarkov but longer running to extract and more chances to die. And then when we yep. get to mid and late game, it'll just feel super lame to be the guy in the map being like, I just want to kill people this whole raid. I don't care about loot. And you're just running circles trying to find an extra scav to kill. Like... You know, we don't That's have any, we don't have any information about it, but it seems like streets is the perfect time to try that out. Like, I don't know. Dude, back I mean that 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 feels exactly like when the game sucked for completely different reasons, which was nobody was playing yes. it except for hatchlings, and all I wanted to do was run around and do PVP. This is before Yep. before 4.12. Like, yeah, this is old school yep. when like the game didn't feel so bad. Um but uh but when actually like combat was fun, um, yeah. but also but yeah, nobody was, was playing. There were like yeah, two or three thousand concurrent concurrent players in the whole world, and yep. it was hard times. Yeah, 
so that's so that's my thing is like man it's really it's gonna be dope but the fear is that it'll just be because it's like and i don't even say that in the sense that like i'm okay if tarkov isn't the way it is right now where it's like i can spawn into a map and guarantee find pvp in 30 seconds or less like i know where to run like i'm not saying i want it to be as intense as it is now like i would like for streets to feel a little daisy-esque where a player encounter does feel interesting but i don't want it to be the game currently incentivizes you to leave as soon as you have anything. That's how you maximize yeah. profit. If you've killed anything, basically, you're going to get a survived, which means your stuff is found and raided and you can listen on the flea market. And the timer's like six or seven minutes, which means if on Streets of Tarkov, just running to the other side of the map is going to take six minutes. So, you know, you're not going to worry about getting a run through. Like the game currently incentivizes you to get out as soon as possible. And Streets feels like a map at its core designed to be played as long as you can. And so my hope is that somewhere between now and its release, something tries to push us towards the middle or else the fun will roll off as everybody's trying to get their quest done and stuff like that. You know, yeah, all, just... all, you're either going to find a quest item or, you know, you're going to find a fucking Bitcoin or whatever, or you're going to get in one fight and you're going to take their rig and their gun and you're full. Yeah. Because you don't have a giant backpack and because you can't take fucking thick item cases with you anymore. Yeah. One fight and you are literally full and there's no reason to stay in the raid anymore. Yep. So. Yep. So. Uh, I am so excited, though. And definitely, like, it's 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 Tarkov's unicorn, man. It's Tarkov's thing. I mean, it's it's been the thing we've been waiting for for so long. You know what I mean? Yep. For so long. It it that I think that's why it felt so special to see people fighting on this map. You know what I mean? To actually see combat, to see, you know, some of these glimpses of what it could feel like for us, because up until now it's just been this ethereal, the most ambitious thing we've ever done. You know, we're in this and that and technical this and so it's exciting. I'm I'm hopeful and and cautiously optimistic we'll get something. And then, yeah, we are on Sunday at, I think, 12.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Battlestate Games is getting a 45-minute panel on the Twitch, the official Twitch Twitch channel. And uh, I don't know what they're going to talk about. I mean, it's, it's entirely possible that it's, like, nothing new. 100%. Yes, because like they have all the like they they keep up to date with like the the Tarkov community. Yes, but the thing is, is that the Tarkov community is still really compared to the internet and Twitch is still yes. tiny. So this might just be a marketing opportunity to the kids yes. who play Fortnite and you know Battlefield or whatever. Yep. Uh, or you know it could be the hey we're fucking launching Twitch integration where you can fucking drop grenades from twitch chat with bits or yeah. something who the fuck knows? no 100 percent. i was like i was thinking that too on one hand it could just be basically everything we've ever heard about streets just again in a 45 minute like in a row where they're talking about the technical aspects of it how big it's going to be like all stuff we already know um or it could be them updating everybody on the game and talking about 12 11 12 12 and point 13 eventually like who knows like well i'm not my hopes aren't that high. I think they're going to basically be talking mostly about streets, but uh, but it'll be interesting. Oh, indeed. They Time just just when just when you think you're out, they pull you back in. Yeah. 
story of my life. <laughs> Mary Dawson's like, nah, I'm, I'm whatever. I don't care. <laughs> I, I, I well, t before the stream today, I figured, like, I don't know that I want to do any more uh, immersion right now, like today. Yeah. Um, just because I over the last like fucking week, I have. Over the last week, I have edited one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen videos that are all from eight to forty minutes long. What? They're all. Yep, I have. Uh, How? I. I don't know. Caffeine. <laughs> five five Juju. episodes of Scavenger Immersion. Okay. Tarkov. Four episodes of PMC Immersion Tarkov, two episodes of uh, a new thing that they're, they're scheduled but unreleased. There, it's called Immersion Broken, where it's basically all my fucked up deaths and like cheater. Oh yeah, flips. yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's just like bloopers from the immersion runs. Um, and then uh, I just finished right before the stream today. I ended up taking my video essay video, and I oh. broke it up into five parts. Um, because I didn't want to, I don't know. I just thought another hour and 20 minute long video yeah, for like four content creators or people who are interested in that, like was probably just going to fucking flop, mm -hmm. um, in terms of performance, mostly because of the whole like percentage of video watched. Yes. Um, yes. if somebody watches a minute and they leave, that's huge. If, if, if it's an hour long, it's one sixtieth. If it's 10 minutes long, it's 10%, right? So yep. it's like. So anyway, I broke it up into five parts. Um, one's eight minutes, one's 10 minutes, one's 11 minutes, one's 10 minutes, and then the last one was 19 minutes. So that's my whole creating video essays. Uh, I'm probably going to make that live tomorrow. Um, so that's all done. But yeah, uh, I, I had just sick of immerse, immersion Tarkov shit from doing all those videos. Yeah, 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 yeah. Editing everything. I'm like, ah, just, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do a little bit of an experiment. And, and today I just went straight YOLO. Um, I saw that in your uh, title, the YOLO Tarkov. And I was wondering if that's what you meant. Basically what we talked about last week where it's like the best way to win is just yeet. Yeah. And I played, I think I played in like 90 minutes, three or four raids. I died once to a guy I'm pretty sure was a cheater. He had a really weird name, standard account. He was mm -hmm. pre-throwing nades. He insta-tapped me faster than anybody has ever fucking insta-tapped me in the face. It was just, it was sketchy. Yeah. Um, I mean, he could have been legit, but it was it was one of those just questionable ones. Yep. Um, and then every other raid, like I did a customs raid and went instantly, ran a marked room, looted marked room, and then I heard gunfire over by a gas station. I ran over to gas station and there was like people fucking fighting, like like going crazy. And then I rolled up right as there was like explosions and gunfire. And there was one guy sprayed him down. And there was maybe eight PMC bodies, all fully juiced, decked out. And yeah. then scav boss, all of them were decked out. So I just like grabbed a everything. bunch of guns and everything and then just left. Just went out to boiler spawn. It was like peace, uh, boiler exfil. And then, uh, did some interchange not sorry not interchange uh reserve okay. runs and just ended up uh you, oh yeah you came in during the last one where i was yeah. in the basement and i just ended up like being the sole survivor of like a 1v3v2v4v2 and there's just yep. bodies everywhere and i killed the last two guys 
and all I, I like I was literally like creeping up and I'm like I said like four times today wait I'm supposed to YOLO and I'd run by a doorway <laughs> you know looking to the right one run back the other way and just free yep. fire and, brrr, and oh that guy's dead and brrr, oh that yep. guy's dead I, 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 how sweet to, how to win in Tarkov yep, yep. so yep I'm gonna probably continue with that later on and see if if it holds. Um, yeah, because part of it, I don't know. It's like depressing, honestly. That it, yeah, what, what like, it, it makes me it makes me want to do a totally different immersion experience, which I might do because I have like 19 fucking Tarkov accounts. I might just go on my bear account, mm. or well, I have a bunch of accounts, and most of them I haven't even reset since like the last wipe. They've just yeah. been like sitting there un instantiated but yeah, i might yeah. just make another account with a bear and i've kind of been thinking about doing it so that i try to t like i make a make it a rule that rather than try to be like the survivor i'm gonna be like a fucking hitman but i can only kill Usec. oh if i see any bears i'm i need to be like friendly try to be friendly try to team up with them so that at least makes it so that like there's a little bit of yeah a, a different kind of like risk but then also like it's immersive but aggressive because like i'm a fucking assassin you know i'm yep. a i'm a bear i'm clearing out my fucking homeland you know like that i don't know be... I, I might i might give that a try Dude, why not that would be hilarious but yeah i know what you mean where it's like it's fun to not die in tarkov but then it almost gets depressing how you win you're like it's cool and i and it's like it's a i'm not mad i'm dying all night but it's like oh yeah i just Exactly. Just ran by a door and free looked. Saw a guy ran back by the door holding mouse one until he falls over and then it, it, it's, I win. It's so bad. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like a it's it's bittersweet again to use the fucking term because what happens is, uh, you know, I play on the immersion, the immersion runs and I fucking never survive anything. Yeah. Over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And then I play these aggro runs. And then I succeed. But and then at the end, I'm looking and I have like a bag full of guns and armor that I'm like. I also have 10 million rubles, so why do I fucking care? Yeah. I don't even care about the my... There's no reward. Yeah. You know? I just... I don't feel excited any more than I won because it's like... I don't feel like I deserved it, you know, in a meaningful yeah. way. I didn't fucking outsmart anybody. I just out-aggroed you. Yeah. Um, and this gear is like someone else built it. I would have built the gun differently. Yeah. I might as well just fucking bought it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to probably sell it as is. So Yeah, and, and then the flip the flip side of that on the immersion runs where I'm sure, and you can confirm, you have you have more fun the whole raid until you get into combat. And then you insta-die and you roll your eyes where it's like, it's basically like the, the polar opposite where it's the, uh, the YOLO one, you enjoy getting the best of somebody and beating them and getting the fight, but then that joy immediately falls off because you're like, oh, I mean, I don't really want any of this stuff and whatever. Whereas the whole raid leading up to combat on the immersion run is fun and then combat sucks because you feel like any tactical advantage actually gives you away as opposed to helps and you're like, oh, well, okay. So I actually, the combat doesn't suck, but the problem is, is that there's never combat. There's only, oh yeah, there's only pre-engagement. It's over. Yeah. The, 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 the few times where I've like shot at somebody been like, you know, hit F1. He's like, fuck you and i fucking yeah, run yeah. around the side and i pop off a few rounds and run around the side and there's grenades going off like that's sick right but yeah. oh, i i hate when i'm like all right let's fucking do this this is sick i'm about to open oh, the game's over and it's like yeah 
the experience like the the experience was it's like waiting in line to get on a fucking roller coaster and you get on the roller coaster and it goes all right, all right. Get off. <laughs> like, wait, what the fuck? You know, like, wait a minute. The waiting was more intense. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I don't know. And it's and it's subjective for sure. Like people people like the game that we have. People like the run and gun. People like being better and running around reserve. Like it's not I don't know. I feel like I feel like we should say that you and I have very similar desires for the game and then also very similar understandings of at least what we think Nikita wants the game to be. It's like, you're not wrong if you like the game exactly as it stands. It's just when we talk about it, we talk about it in a different light. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, what, that's the problem you, is if you, you can't be, you can't be wrong about a subjective opinion, but it's like if yeah. someone, the, the way I look at it is if someone fucks up a recipe and they accidentally dropped in the salt shaker and there's way too much salt. If you happen to love the salt, if you're like, I love this and everybody else is like, this is gross. And the person who's like, sorry, I'm going to, I'll fix it. You know, I yeah. gotta fix it next time. You're not wrong for liking it. Exactly. But we're also not wrong for being like, this isn't exactly what you the said you were going to give us. Yeah. Um, you know, because it's a great, the, that's a great like analogy. The, you like the game now. But part of what what it is that you like is the existence of unfinished movement systems, unfinished broken audio systems, shitty net code. Yeah. I'm sorry, but Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. Those it's, things are unfinished or broken and need to be fixed. It, and and we're I don't not want here... I don't want to I was just saying, we're not here to tell you that you're wrong for enjoying it or having fun. Yeah, exactly. Like that's, it's just, that's the problem right now is like, you can't say you like anything or want anything without implying, but you're not really, but it's taken as you're implying that you yeah. hate the opposite and anybody that likes the opposite. Like I retweeted your tweet yesterday because I was so blown away that I don't even know if you saw it because that tweet kind of blew up. But like, I was the one just, about my dad. Yeah, yeah. I was, was just almost all of the feedback was, was fucking it, people telling me, dude. I, you have like you have like the opposite of paid actors. Somebody's paying people to just troll you on like freaking Twitter and stuff like that. Because listen, because I'm glad you're saying that because I feel it, but I don't. I <laughs> do, bro. It would not surprise me if eleven of those accounts were run by the same person, dude. Because it's crazy. You didn't tweet. Battle State Games, fix your game, implement this. You didn't tweet, I can't believe anybody would ever like the system we have. You you tweeted... I'll read it. I'll read it after this. An observation your dad had that lined up with an observation you had. And, and your tweet was actually more like, isn't that crazy that he thinks the same thing? It was, it was less about... I was bragging about how yeah. insightful my dad was. Yeah. It was less about Tarkov and more about just like, oh, isn't that crazy? Like, he doesn't even play the game and he thinks the same way I do. LOL. Yeah. And it was like 70 comments and it was just, it was all the bull crap. It's like... We don't need inertia, bro. You just need to learn how to get good at the game. And it's, it, I just, I couldn't stand it. I retweeted it and I was just like, what the hell? Like, so, what so is here's, happening? Here's, here's oh the deal. Oh my God. Um, insert inertia and all the stuff that I want and that you want or whatever. Yeah. It's not going to make it so that like Chad, quote unquote, won't go away. 100%. There were still going to be people that are going to be able to play 
mad aggro. Yeah, and win. And and win. It it won't it won't kill a, a playstyle. What it will do is that it'll make it so that if you are no matter who you are, if you see someone running full speed and then they decide to stop, if you are a normal human being looking at somebody saying, okay, I'm going to lead my shot. I'm going to put the dot where their head is going to be that it's, it's a realistic, like the way that they move is intuitive and realistic in a way that, yeah. you know, if someone's running full speed and you're just about to click on their head and they literally take their hand off of W and insta stop so that your shot misses, they're not better than you. Yeah. You got fucked by the game. Yeah. Saying, hey, we're going to, you know, completely turn all of physics and everything everybody has ever experienced in every video game that isn't a fucking zero G space game. Yeah. You know, or whatever, like <laughs> upside down. Um, but yeah, so what, what my tweet was for context is I just got this message from my dad who has never been into video games at all. He literally hit the nail on the head. My dad just described what's wrong with Tarkov in a few sentences without ever having played the game. Damn pops, GG. And I screenshotted a Facebook message from my dad <laughs> saying I'm watching a video from fucking like a year ago. <laughs> thanks, thanks dad. <laughs> he says, I'm watching your realism fallacy video and it just dawned on me why, why I find video games, specifically the personal physics, unrealistic. My dad watches it and he's like, he's always said like something about this bugs me. Yeah. And and I was always just like, you're a fucking boomer. Shut up. Like you, it's, it's too it's too fast for you. It's too twitchy. Get good, like, Dad. Yeah, I mean, basically. But what, and he said, it's the lack of inertia and momentum of your character and weapons. It's just not possible for a person to move like the characters do in the game, especially when holding a seven and a half pound rifle, extra ammo, supplies, etc. The characters spin around too quickly and freely and start and stop moving instantaneously. If 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 the game was like fucking Sonic the Hedgehog graphics yeah. where it was like, or, or even like Fortnite, I don't think my dad would have cared yep. because he understands like, he, he looks at this game with unbelievable graphics and my dad's a graphics guy. He loves, he'll sit and watch fucking Ray casting all day long and the Ray <laughs> and the fucking, like he loves that shit. He used to make me pause Madden just so That's that he could funny. like look at the reflections on the helmets and stuff because he's a graphics guy and yeah. he's always, he's been doing it since before I was born. Yeah. I remember he used to sit down in the basement and one of his projects that he worked on for the longest time that was like this, I thought he was taking over the world. It was a super secret project that I thought he was a super hacker and on, on the dark web. He, I remember the first day he's like, oh, you want to see what I'm working on? And I'm like, my feet are on the cold concrete, you know, down uh -huh. downstairs in the basement and my dad's at his fucking terminal and it's just all <laughs> consoles with, you know, uh, the and he Matrix. presses a button and a screen pops up and you see a fucking image start coming through pixel by pixel by pixel and it was like a photorealistic at the time Porsche 911 model That's and he was sick. like oh I'm just like he was like making like a ray tracer implementation but back in the day before it was like really yep. a thing and it was just like it looked really fucking cool so my dad likes that shit so when he when he sees something that's like looks so unbelievably realistic yep. and then he sees somebody fucking just running back and forth, insta-stopping and yeah. turning back the, you know, AD, AD straight. He's just like, ah, that bugs him as someone who's like, this is, should be a simulation, right? Yep. Like, 
Yep. Um, and then so that's all. That's all. That's he was. Yeah, you were just. And then the overwhelming majority, because that word was in there, because inertia, because it was in the tweet. You know what I mean? You just the overwhelming majority immediately stake their claim in one of two camps, which is either like you just need to learn how to get good, like learn the game you're playing. We don't need inertia. Or the other is like, I can. Like, I can put 50 pounds of gear on and spin around really quickly. Like, have you seen me? You want me to post a picture of it, bro? Like, and it's like, first of all, congratulations if you can 360 real quick with all that gear on. You know what I mean? It's like, but you, but do you it can. for, yeah. First of all, you can't. Second of all, do it for, you know, an hour while running across, you know, a kilometer wide map and killing people and then putting their loot in your bag and continuing to move, you know, at the same pace. And I, need, I really need to do my video. It's overwhelming. Everybody just puts their flag down in in one of those camps, and it's crazy. And and the the I, there's not enough. I I don't like Twitter because I I never can convey anything I want to say in the character limit. I'm oh I always am like sitting there deleting stuff constantly. But I was like, I was like, what's in my head? I'm like, what's happening? What's like the most beloved? shooter game of all time you know csgo it's the defect like it has more inertia than tarkov apex legends has more inertia than tarkov PUBG has more inertia than tarkov and there's videos proving this stuff like there's i watched a video clean tweeted out a while ago from this smaller youtuber that did a whole thing it's where the original gif comes from with the like tarkov guy running and the PUBG guy running and then the the irl guy running I don't think I've seen that. And so yeah, I found the between uh, clean tweeted it out, and it's the video that that gift came. I'd seen that gift pop up a few times, but it's the it's where that came from, and it's exactly it's like it's a uh, it's nowhere near how long it takes the human being to slow down and change directions, right? The PUBG, it was just a little bit more, and that's how I ended my tweet. I was like, a little bit, a tiny bit in Tarkov would go such a long way. Nobody's advocating for like. It's crazy that guys like us can it, it just, depending on what day of the week it is, what flavor everybody's feeling, can be accused of you want the game to be too realistic and that's bad for the game, or why don't you want the game to be realistic? What you want is not real life at all. Like if we're talking about friendly indicators, that's not realistic. We don't want that. But if we're talking about inertia, it's like, why do you want the game to be so realistic? And it's like, it's just, it's killer. I couldn't. I couldn't even handle it, dude. The replies were just out of control. It's so stupid. It's so the line of thinking is is just so shallow and it's so frustrating. And I and I know, like I know all the things. I know it's a vocal minority. I know it's but it's still frustrating because people just don't think. They just yell. And it's so frustrating because they're wrong. <laughs> Yeah, uh, going through it, I actually hadn't looked at it in a while now. Um, but yeah, 40 retweets, six quote tweets, 766 likes. Yeah. And then there's there's a bunch of... Con but honestly, I will say that like, I think the, the... How stupid the comments are, the dumb comments, they're extremely stupid, but they are in the minority. Um, yeah. Well, it's just, uh, once again, it's like, it just feels like 
even the ones you want to give the benefit of the doubt, they could have just gone about it such a different way. Instead of saying, oh, like, no, no, let, let me, no, what do, what do you mean, dude? This is like the. Instead of people saying, like, oh, yeah, I'd love, you know, I, I just kind of like the way it is. Like, I like the, I like the gamification of it. They don't say that. They say, you're trash for thinking it should change. Get good, kid. And it's like, just no, no, say no, no. you they like stay, it. Like, they say, I don't play FPS to feel realism in every single game mechanic. I play them to have fun. I don't want to manage my characters' cum levels. Thanks. I can't do this, bro. I can't <laughs> this do this, bro. This is the kind of shit that I have to fucking read. I can't do it. Oh, my God. Super realistic games don't make good games, IMO. Who the fuck said anything about super realistic games? My dad just said, I don't like watching. Yep. Like, the thing that bugs me about video games that I've never that I don't play is... That they're so spot on and everything except for that. It's like imagine watching, uh, imagine watching, fucking Gran Turismo twelve, just perfect cars, but like, but you could drive super fast into the walls. Remember, remember Gran Turismo three, one of my favorite games uh, of all time on PlayStation. Um, I used to literally there was a, there's one map that's just an oval. Okay, and there's there were um. What are they called? Uh, not stamina races, but something like that, uh, where it's bit, like but... three hundred laps or something. Yeah. Endurance. And endurance, yeah. And you could get like fucking, you could get some crazy rewards. But like, I wasn't gonna do hundred and fifty laps on yeah. a fucking track. Like, yeah. no way. I would. I could only do three laps. You know, and even like the longer maps were like, oh god, like I just want to be done. That's <laughs> doing yeah. this over and over again. So I would literally grab a, a, you know, like a, I don't even remember. I, I used to use the, uh, the Suzuki, I think, like Park's Peak, Pike's Peak, Escudo, whatever. It was like had a fucking giant wing on the back and I would just give it a million horsepower. And what I would do, because I think the, that race had like 300 laps or something. I would take a rubber band and I would put a rubber band on the right stick yeah. and holding it, holding it to the right. And then I would take, I had, um, like my kitchen chair was just like, a it, the, the legs were just these thin, like dowel, like legs, you know, mm -hmm. for like a kitchen chair. And I would put that on the X button on the controller on the floor and I would go to sleep and it had so much horsepower that it could just ride the wall. Yep. Just and it, <laughs> and, but all the other cars in the race had like 85 horsepower. So like it could just ride the wall and it would it would lap them a hundred times while That's I was sleeping. So funny. And then I'd wake up in the morning with like a hundred thousand, you know, credits or whatever, so like I could and I would just farm that shit. That's um, so funny. But it's like the equivalent of that where it's like when I play a game like that, I don't want you to be able to go full speed and to be able to hit a wall and to have that be faster than if you properly break, let off the gas, coast, downshift, and and hit the apex yeah. perfectly. It's like if you can just full barrel into the wall, smash it, and then you bounce off perfectly to where you're just going in the other direction, yep. it makes the a racing game less fun. Yep. And that's what, in my opinion, movement is in Tarkov. Just because you can win races like that. Yeah. And just because you can say I can win races like that, just because you can't beat me, yep. You know, it's like, okay, well, if if this was, you know, wasn't 1993, 
and this was a game that was like on Steam that the developers still cared about, they yep. would patch that out of the fucking game because they'd realize like, oh, we shit, we didn't intend that, you know? Yep. And it's just like, yeah, it's. I, I, I don't even like I'm just at a loss for words. It just kills me. I know that not everybody thinks that way. And, and I know that because I hang out with people all, all day when I'm streaming that we're all we're all chill and. A lot of times when you're live or, you know, you, you can find the YouTube comments, like people are excited for it and, and excited for change, excited for things. But it's just like, it just never ceases to blow me away. The, the, um, it never ceases to blow me away. The, the reason that people hate your opinion is that it's an opinion. So shut up. But also here's my opinion. Like, it's just the, the logic is so lost. I don't know if you saw the tweet that I tweeted out the other day of that YouTube comment, but I, this basically sums it up. It was like, like the dude, uh, I posted a video and the dude said, not going to lie, my dude, I stopped watching the second you said what your idea was because I don't care what your reason is. I hate that idea. The fact that there are so many weapon parts and mods in the flea market is a core part of the game. And in my opinion, they need to remove the fountain. He puts in, in my opinion, in his comment where the first half of it is i don't care what your reason is i hate that idea and i stopped reading but here's my yeah. opinion yeah and it's like that sums it all up it's like nobody is like we it just there's, we're there's not allowed. no self-awareness yeah there's we're, no... we're not allowed to have opinions you know what i mean like it, nobody's allowed to have an opinion because they have an opinion that's different but opinions it's just it's, all i know is that since I've started playing the game, reloading animations were going to ruin the game. Medical animations were going to ruin the game. The weight system was going to ruin the game. The grenade launcher was going to ruin the game. The found and raid flea market was going to ruin the game. So I just don't think inertia is going to ruin the game. You know what I mean? Like the way everybody says it is. It's just. Yeah. It's exhausting. <sighs> well... I'm part of me is so happy, but also so sad that pure, pure, happy, virginal Jesse has, <laughs> has, has, has in over the last, you know, year or whatever has you, you've seen not the light, but you've seen the darkness. The darkness. Oh yeah. Yep. It makes, it makes me feel not so alone. <laughs> Because, because honestly, there's so many people, and like more power to them, especially other content creators. But so many people don't care enough to have an opinion, so they just meme and have fun and play the game, and they don't fucking care. Yeah. So, which is fine. I can't go through life like that. I'm, you know, I, I. If I don't care about something, I'm just not going to fucking partake. And if I'm going to partake, I'm going to fucking care about it. Yeah, you know, exactly. Um, but it's really hard to care about something and to be surrounded by a bunch of people who also sort of care, sort of don't care. Some of them know what they're talking about. Most of them don't. Yeah. And none of them know where they are on the spectrum yeah. of uh, of knowledge, you know, knowledge ability. Yep. Uh, anyway. Yep. Fucking A. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I don't know. They can't bring me down. I'm excited, though, for streets and everything that's coming. Yeah, no, it's... It, uh, that's, that's the Tarkov looking, news. 
I'm looking forward to it. Now, there's one other piece of Tarkov tangential news. I accidentally tangential. did the experiment that you wanted me to do. Um, okay. But this time, remember how you'd said oh. I should really, I should release my YouTube video on like uh without what notifying subs without yeah. So what happened was, you know how if you if a video is unlisted. Yes. Then, by default, a video that's in like a draft state is unlisted, right? Yes. If you go in, if you fill everything out and you just hit save and you keep it unlisted, it's unlisted. Now, let's say on, you did that on a Monday. Let's say you added 10 more videos on Tuesday, Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whatever. Yep. All of those videos would be like above your video in like your yes. dashboard because that's just sitting there private now if you were to go and make it public then for for the first time it would essentially that would be its new publish date and it would get pushed up to the top mm -hmm. and it would go out um as a you know a notification for everybody um and everything like that so what i what happened was i accidentally made a video that I hadn't scheduled for the future. Okay. It was unlisted, but I, but it was in a playlist. Yeah. And then people can find it. So that means people can find it. And as soon as anyone watches it, now it's like published. Yep. So what happened was it was my scavenger, the scavenger episode two, Tarkov unedited immersion raids. I had done ahead of time a bunch of videos and I accidentally put, I released episode one and I had like four episodes that I was going to like stagger. Yep. So that was the first one that I basically was unlisted, but then I put it in the playlist because I wanted it to be in the playlist when it sure. goes live. All of a sudden people were commenting on it. I was like, oh shit. And I had like 13 views. So then I made it private or unlisted again. I forget what I did. Yeah. But then like, Two days later, when I actually wanted to release it, I made it public, but it didn't update the the release date. Yeah. It's, so it uh, went back to being public two days ago. So it was three pages down in everybody's feed. And that video has so scavenger episode one. Okay, so if I if I go through all of my yeah. immersion videos, yeah, yeah. The first PMC one has nine thousand views. Okay. The first scav one has about five thousand views. Okay. The second PMC one, 3,000, and now we're getting closer to today's date. Um, the uh, the next scavenger one has 3,000. The next PMC one has 2,700. The scavenger one I released a few hours ago has 1,000. That one I released May 29th, and it's June 10th. So it's like two weeks ago, has 600 views. Interesting. And and of course, it just so happened on that video, too, that, you know, someone had to come through and be like, your fucking channel is dying, you know, blah, 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 or whatever. And it's like, get the fuck out of here. And it was like, two. Yeah. the best part was that it was like three minutes after the fucking video went live. And the guy's like, 100 views and it's got, you know, three fucking upvotes. God, your channel's dead. Like, the video just went fucking live, you smooth brain idiot. Dude. Like. But but then he's like, oh, yeah, well, your last video has even fucking let I'm like, well, yeah, but 
I, I could try to explain to you yeah. how playlists <laughs> and scheduled videos work, but trust me, you're too fucking stupid for me to explain that to you. Um, so yeah, that that was really interesting because it was like an, I guess, similar to the um, the experiment that you wanted me to do, which was don't show it to subscribers or whatever the fucking thing was. Yeah, I would still be interested. I would I would be interested to see how a video that is not Tarkov related is done, how how it's done that way. And yeah, and actually like sent out because I did the same thing actually. I was doing a video that had a sponsor and they have to approve it. So it has to remain unlisted because you can't make it private oh. because they want to see it. But so uh. it has to be unlisted, but I added it to a playlist. So I got comments that was like, why can't I find this in your uploads? I can only find it in the playlist. And I was like, I didn't know that that's how that worked. Very interesting. So I made it private or I took it out of the playlist so that the sponsor could and then I made it private. But I would You'd be surprised how many platforms have those kinds of weird issues. Spotify yeah. is the same way. Really? I released a song. Um, my, when my latest so One of my latest songs, Locomotives, I released it, but I realized I named it the wrong thing. Like two minutes after I had submitted it to DistroKid, so I canceled the submission, um, and I did it over again. Now you literally cannot find the song unless you go to the playlist that it's in. Like it's not in my on my profile page. Yeah, it's just not there. That's super weird. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I would still be interested to see a a non Tarkov video because we're interested to see how that does. Because we want, because that that was the experiment. Because we have a, uh, you know, it's obviously incredibly small sample sizes, but we have tests on what happens to a non-Tarkov video when published to your channel when it sends it to your subscribers. I want to see yep. the direct correlation of do you do you not get some of that initial like you were saying? I watched thirty seconds of it and then I leave because I it was just a new Veritas video, so I clicked on it and then it gets those next like, but. But that is, dude, I feel that pain. I literally did that earlier this week. And it's like, it's just so weird when you start to get comments on videos. You're like, wait, you're not supposed to be able to see this. Yeah, like, dude. <laughs> yep. And, and I have like, I told you about all the videos I've done ahead of time. And now all of a sudden I've, I've, I've uploaded thou a thousand fucking videos to YouTube. And, and this is the first time this has happened. And then now all of a sudden I'm so paranoid and I'm so unsure of like, I have these. So I made uh the video essay playlist on youtube mm -hmm. for the five videos i made the playlist private and all those videos private and then i put them in the playlist when i release the videos and i make them public yeah is is that gonna is it gonna backdate them all or i think what i'm gonna do is i almost feel like i'm gonna schedule them now i'm gonna t turn them from private to scheduled for like an hour from now or whenever I go to release them hoping that like scheduling them for a future date uh -huh. will be more of an official release than making it private public because otherwise you could make a video private and then make it public again and it would just put it back up it'd be like bumping a thread yeah that's interesting you know so yeah I don't know and and, and I tested that with some of my videos where they'll, they'll be like lower down in the list because they're private, um, you know, like scavenger episode four, five, six, and yeah. seven, I already have like up. So if I were to go and make them scheduled for a certain time, and if I like leave the page completely, you know, if I like clear my cache, open up YouTube again, go back to the, the dashboard, it will be temporarily above something it was scheduled after where it might've been before. So I don't know. It's, it's weird. <sighs> it is but. weird. It is super weird. 
Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, we uh, let's see. I've got a whole bunch of other shit that I put down on the list. I don't know. Yeah, Do you no. have anything? No, not really. I mean, I've I've gone through some of the watch list stuff that we can talk about later, but I really just the big the big Tarkov streets announcement was was the thing. All right, right off. Well, let me. What I can do real quick is uh, I'll play the message I wanted to play last week um, from one of the viewers, and then we can use that as a little bit of a discussion. Um, let me just make sure though. I'm going to want my this and this. Okay, this shows this should work. Let me go ahead and play the message. And also remember remember last time I was talking about I got confused with the podcast dis distributor and like which part of the message was the person's name? Oh yeah, name? yeah. So and you know what it, it it sounded familiar too when I was like I it, his name I'm like I'm not sure if it's church or if it's scav talk oh, or whatever. Yeah, I realized yeah. like scav talk is like I'm like wait a minute. Like that's sounds familiar because i had heard of uh, it's another podcast um I, I believe they do uh tarkov stuff i don't think i've uh, i haven't oh. i haven't listened to any but he uses our same distributor for podcasts so it, like just linked it as put scav it talk. Um, so yeah shout out to uh shout out to scav talk i guess uh I'm, I'm assuming that it's another um adjacent you know tarkov adjacent podcast you guys have to check it out i yes you you know me. I have enough fucking Tarkov myself that I, you know. I at this point I'm not listening to other. I don't watch other fucking YouTube Tarkov shit. Hundred percent, yeah. Um, but I'm probably gonna have to check them out. Um, um, but yeah, let me. Yeah, go I was like play. church or scav talk. Hmm. <laughs> and I and I was just thinking in the back of my head like scav talk like that sounds like something I've I've heard of before. Um, although where in the bloody hell is my viewer messages thing? What did you do? What did you do with it? I did nothing. I promise. Okay, I found it. Can you check uh, the can special you hear this, folder? By the way, uh, let me do this. Hey, Jesse. Did you hear that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. beautiful. Okay, cool. All right, let me let me go ahead and play this. Hey, V. Long time listener, first time caller. Really Someone had to the say YouTube it. YouTube algorithm <laughs> podcast, as both of you are inspirations for anybody wanting to start making content. I have a passion project of making a video essay on Tarkov's profit from failure mechanics within the context of the secure container. In short, regardless of the value of the I'm gear interested. you bring in, it is possible to lose something more valuable than what you are risking, your gear, die, and then profit. My question is, how does one even start to make something like this that is clickable, then even watchable for the full duration? My thinking process is to start with a thumbnail, title, then the content. I learned a lot from the DJ Peach Cobbler podcast and making the type of content informative and entertaining. Love to hear your guys' thoughts about Secure Container as well. Peace. So that's like adjacent in so many different ways. It's like a perfect little fucking... Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, I was just thinking so that. I was I, like, there's a million things we could talk about. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I took some notes because I had four kind of ideas... Uh, for things I wanted to comment on uh, to try to help answer the question. Um, one, that idea is one of those things that, like, I, I've thought of as a nebulous kind of, like, there's something interesting about the fact that, yes, you know, like, you can fail and then still succeed. And I've talked about this before in other videos, but, like, 
never gone down that rabbit hole, and I would be so fucking fascinated to hear somebody do something like that. It just yeah. sounds like a really cool fucking 100%. topic. Um, so I am like totally jazzed uh, yep. about it. Um, so that being said, a couple of the notes that I have, uh, because you basically want to make something and then, uh, you know, he's essentially asking how to make something and make it be popular. Mm -hmm. um, I can only give advice on the stuff that I know slash think works, you know, and 100%. correlation and causation and, you know, and I love when you watch those videos, it's like, here's how to succeed on YouTube. You know, here's how to make your video go viral. And it's got 13,000 oh, views. And I'm dude. like, I can't not roll my eyes. hundred like, percent. I uh, think about that all the time, too. It's like, you know, how to stand out on YouTube. And it's like, this video doesn't have a million 17 views. 17 subscribers. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, and it's not to like, it. it's not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just like, it's just the irony, right? Yes. Of like. I am coming to uh, to this video and I want way more than this video has and you're trying to give me advice yeah, yeah, and, you yeah. know which is why when I'm doing my fucking video essay my video essay is not about how to make a video essay that gets a million views it's how to make a video essay that tells the fucking story appropriately and gets the message across effectively and all of the stuff you need to know to be able to do it and then if it gets yeah. 10 views or 10 million is up to fucking you and the algorithm, 100%. you know? Yep. Um, but the first thing that came to mind was that controversial, you could say clickbaity, but it, it's advertising. It's sure. eye catching. It's intriguing. Um, it can be good. It can also be extremely bad. If what you're saying is like unfair or close-minded or you know whatever so when i made my video that tarkov is not meant to be fun yeah there's a universe in which that video got 80 percent down votes and it ended my career and everybody yeah. hated me because you could make a video I, I could have made a shitty hot take video about how like yeah it's not supposed to be fun and you're supposed to fucking hate it and it's but it's going to be miserable and blah blah and it's like Oh, I tried to be fair and open-minded about like, yeah, it's not supposed to be fun, but you can still enjoy it. And it was the distinction between enjoying a game and having an experience versus being happy-go-lucky and, oh, ha, 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 this is all so fun, you know, great all the time. And, th and that was the distinction. So it was like clickbaity-esque where Tarkov yeah. is not meant to be fun. People are going to be like, oh, shit, you know, like, what, you know, what's what's going on here? But it's honest and it yep. wasn't misleading. Um so that's like the first thing is that if you can think about a way to, you know, I'm already thinking about titles that it's like Tarkov, you know, profiting on loss or yeah. winning, winning when you lose or How something. How to make money when like, you die. Like yeah. Stuff like that. And, and, and I agree. So to like piggyback on that first, the whole like clickbaitiness and controversy, it's absolutely like, like controversy or hot take equals clicks right now. And it's, it's a really interesting thing. It's a really interesting, I, I don't know the right word for it. It's not paradox, but it's an interesting thing that people will comment. Like you basically kind of have to decide how much of how, how uh, deep down the YouTube comments you can handle. That determines how clickbaity you can be. 
because clickbait is such an interesting thing. The people who say, I loved this video, but I, but, but I'm having a hard time with your titles and thumbnails. They're super clickbaity. There is a, in my opinion, greater than, you know, 90% chance you only saw the video because it was clickbaity because what, what are the stats? It's like a billion hours of content is uploaded to YouTube every second. Just there's more content than eyeballs. So if it's your first time interacting with me or my content, the only reason you saw it was because I had to make it a certain amount of clickbaity clickable because it wasn't bait. You know what I mean? It wasn't anything false in the video, but it has to be clickable so that people click on it so that YouTube shows it to more people so that more people click on it so that YouTube shows it to you. So your comment of, man, I loved this video, but your titles kill me and they're so clickbaity. It's hard. It, it's, I don't, you can't do anything with that at all. It's dude metaphor time. You're walking through a crowd of a million people that are all screaming and yelling and they're all waving. They're trying to sell you fucking DVDs or whatever. Right. And then I, Stand up on the thing with a megaphone. And I'm like, hey, you. Attention. I'm like, you know me. You want to, I know you're going to like this. I know you're going to want this. And they go, oh, okay. And then they walk over and they fucking look at it and they watch it and they say, that was great. But you didn't have to fucking yell. Yeah, you're so like, loud. It's like, okay. 100%. You would, I would have been drowned out by the crowd and you never would have fucking heard me if I hadn't yelled your name 100%. and been like, get over here. So, it's, but that's just people who they they just ha don't have any awareness over the system. And it's like it's I, I don't blame them for being ignorant of what no. it's like to be a YouTuber. Yes. But I yes. But at the same time, it's like I'm the type of person that in the time it would have taken me to write out the thing, I would have to have realized like, man, maybe there's something I don't know because clearly I'm complaining about how you've used this system to get my attention. I know yeah. nothing about this system. I would be hitting backspace on my comment like, oh shit, there's probably something yes. I'm saying that's stupid here, but people just don't have the self-awareness. And we have the wrong word. It's not clickbait, right? Like that's, yeah. it, that, that holds too many definitions and that is to its detriment. I really think it brings down the overall experience because like I am not telling you that there's going to be something in this video that there isn't in this video. You know what I mean? If, if it's my opinion, like some of my, some of the ones that I got a lot of the nasty comments are like my, in my whole series, cheap Chad destroyers, you know, the, the, the best gun you never see in Tarkov. And somebody's like, I use that all the time. What a clickbaity title. And it's like, I never see it and I don't use it. So I'm allowed to say that it's the best gun that I never see in Tarkov. I didn't tell you that laser beams were coming to Tarkov and then I make a whole video that never mentions laser beams. That's clickbait. I baited you into the video with something that I knew wasn't going to be a part of it. So that's that's hard. Nobody has another word. So they say your ex, your, your title, your thumbnail is clickbait when it's really it, not. It's called advertising. Exactly. When you drive by and you see the golden arches and the McDonald's sign that yeah. has a light in it, clickbait. Yeah, you know, it's 100%. like no, it's attention grabbing. One hundred percent. Or now, the Big Mac that's like it looks nothing like the Big Mac you get from the store. You know what I mean? It was that one was created in a lab. Like that's now that's closer to clickbait. Yeah, it is <laughs> on the spectrum. Um, 
but at the same time, once you once you see that once, you can never complain about it again. It's yeah. the equivalent of imagine if you're driving by the McDonald's. I'm so, I even mm. used I even used a, a visual of me in the podcast, like a, a screen recording of the podcast, where I'm like in my video essay, where I'm like, if you know me, you know I overuse metaphors, <laughs> and here I am fucking using a metaphor. Um, but like, imagine if you see brand new deal you've never seen before they have it on the sign yeah. you know next to the five billion fucking burgers sold or whatever and you pull in and you go through the drive through and you fucking order the new mcflurry fucking shake for discounted price whatever combo meal great you pull out of the parking lot and you look at the sign you see new deal never heard of before and you fucking pull back in you're like no i heard about this five minutes ago yeah. it's like it's that ridiculous yes it's that ridiculous. that is a good one that's yeah. Well, the sign says I've never the heard about it. The sign says I've never heard about it before. Fucking idiot! That's like, a great. Please. That's a Ugh. great analogy. But anyways, back so so to scav talk. It's you. You kind of have to walk that balance, uh, and don't beat yourself up. Don't think that this one like don't put too much stock into one video. Right, like this one could make or break my career because you just that's too much pressure to put on it. But. You kind of have me 73 videos before I got fucking more than 10 views. Yeah, so. 100%. And and like and the video I've spent the video I spent the most time I've ever spent working on a video has my the least amount of views on my channel, I think still to this day. And it's still the video I've put the most time into. Story of my life. Um and and so so yeah, so don't put too much stock in it, but there, as far as that of like, how much, how far do I go? If you're like an emerging YouTube, how far do I go down the clickbait rabbit hole? Uh, you, you have to be able to sleep at night. You know what I mean? You got to know that like you were excited about the thumbnail. You were excited about the title. You feel like it was a good billboard going back to your advertising analogy. You feel like it was a good snappy eye catching billboard for your video and you feel confident about it. You will get people saying like it's garbage and just that's okay as long as you feel good about it. You know what I mean? And learn where you can. Uh, you you just kind of have to ride that line. My my you, you need to the more videos I make, the more I go down the clickbait rabbit hole. I'm not gonna lie. I've leaned into it because because I feel like I represent my thought process extremely well in the video. Where that even you are using the term clickbait and you're using a different term. I am, yeah, I am. At no point have you ever been clickbaiting. No. You're you're just doing the YouTube thing that you need to do to try to cat to try to get people to 100%. click on it. But clickbait is inherently dishonest or misleading. Yes. And at no point have have either of us ever done, done that. that before. The yeah. only I would only ever consider that as like a fucking meme or an April Fool's joke. Yeah. That's the only time and in, and in that case, if it's April Fool's. You can't call me out for being clickbait. Don't be a douchebag. Yeah. If I'm like, Tarkov has aliens, and I Photoshop in aliens. And you're like, oh my clickbait. god. It's a prank, bro. I you bought know, the like, game because I thought there were aliens. You owe me $45. That's, yeah, that's pretty much the only, you know, the only, uh, the only yeah. case. Um, but, so you, you, you just have to think about, and this has helped me sleep at night, is think about a group, a room full of reasonable people. <laughs> could, could. Oh, Do lol! The is internet it, is it is it defensible, right? Yeah. That you could be like, this isn't clickbait. And do you think like a, a yeah. reasonable, normal human beings, like forget internet folks, like your friends in high school or something, right? Like, 
you know, your fucking aunts and uncles, like yeah. if they knew what was going on and you explained it to them, would they say it was misleading or unfair? And if not, go with it. No matter what, you're going to have people and the, and the people that are going to complain in the comments. 100%. But you'll probably have 80 to 90% upvotes and yes. all of the people that, you know, like the video and don't need to comment on the fact that it's clickbait because it's not clickbait aren't going to say they're n nobody's i've never commented and said this video is not clickbait great job yeah yeah the, the title really accurately describes what you talk about in this video thank yeah, you thank you for not misleading me in literally any possible yeah. way shape or form i looked through all the tags and none of the tags that i n never looked at and didn't involve me clicking on none of these tags are yeah you know oh, it, it doesn't say shroud or pestily so you know thank you so much for just putting your name when you have fucking yeah. three subscribers and nobody knows. Thank you. And, um, and you kind of have, I, I, my encouragement would you kind of have the freedom to go to make some, to like make a good advertisement, make a good lean into it a little bit because your video is inherently um, not a hot take, but your, uh, your video, the whole how to profit is, is a, somehow or some way going to be a comment on the economy the loot economy how found in raid works like how that it stuff could works. Be a, it could be a game-changing philosophical yes. summary of something that's like worth discussing but it is like but by it being an opinion piece you are setting yourself up for more of the negative comments but like veritas said you'll see the comments will be negative, but then everything else will be the opposite direction. It'll be like 98% like to dislike. You know what I mean? People will watch the video. It'll it'll be good. But, you know, my first like 50 videos were like, what is offline mode? You know what I mean? Like that, that, yeah. that gets a different type of comment of like, oh, I, I didn't know this existed as opposed to like, what, then I did a video two weeks ago and it's like, what I think Escape from Tarkov needs. And then it's just yeah. toxic as hell. So Now, when you only have like 20 upvotes because you're new, and there's like seven downvotes, it can be really disheartening when it's 50% yeah, downvotes. Yeah. Like somebody with 20 views or 100 views or whatever, that the percentage of upvote to downvote to positive comment to negative comment is a complete, like you cannot compare it to like when I watch a fucking Philip DeFranco yeah. thing and I see that he's got, you know, a million views and it's 99% like, oh, well, he gets 99%. Yeah, because there's a million fucking yeah, votes. Yeah, yeah. So the clowns get drowned out by the reasonable people. But when you only have 20 views and there's five clowns, it oh, feels well, like it's a no lot. wonder you yeah. have 70. Yeah, it just feels like a lot. So um, a few more things I'll go through really quickly is um, if this is something that you really want people to see and you're going to be out of, I might recommend making it like you're not your first video if it is your first video. Um, there are people who make one video on their YouTube channel and it gets a million views. I mean, that's definitely plausible. Yeah. Um, but uh, just doing the first few videos, you're going to learn a lot about how to edit and do voiceover and, and do audio processing and make a thumbnail. So yeah. you don't want like your genius fucking <laughs> yeah. piece that's going to yeah. be your best thing to be your worst video. Yeah. Um, you know, all of my beginning videos, I mean, I feel like until fairly recently, I, I cringe at all my titles and mm -hmm. thumbnails and all the shit that I did. Even if they have 700,000 views, I For still sure. look at them like, ooh, that like I don't feel like they represent, quote unquote, me, even though they did at the yep. time. But you just learn so quickly um, that maybe you might want to fuck around with a few videos that are maybe opinion pieces, maybe not, you know, whatever. 
it's something to keep in mind. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, YouTube isn't going to surface your video at all unless it gets some sort of traction, and it's not going to get traction if you're a new YouTuber unless somebody shines a spotlight on it. Yeah. It's extremely unlikely that you make a video when you have, like, no subscribers, even if it has the most perfect title and description and tags and thumbnail, it's very unlikely that it's going to get served to enough people and enough people are going to click on it and watch enough of it that it gets served to enough people that... Yeah. it's It would be far more likely that something like what very well could happen would happen so this is kind of like sort of almost what you're doing <laughs> which is but in a, in a way it's not shitty self-promotion and it's not spam you've come in and you've asked other content creators a really interesting question you've provided value and you've initiated a valuable conversation you're not begging or asking for anything other than advice yeah but now i want you to release your video so i can fucking shout it out right yeah like, yeah yeah and that's the kind of thing that, like, as a content creator, people, there's this stigma around, like, self-promotion and all this stuff. And, and it's one of those things that it's so badly misunderstood because there's so much nuance yeah. that some amount of people would think, like, wow, this guy's just fucking promoting his video. In no way do I get that vibe. No, yeah. Um, this is the kind of thing that I would have done back in the day where... You have to let people know your shit is out there, and you also want advice from other people who have yeah, uh, uh, who have a platform. It's literally a win-win for you to be like, "Hey, I want to do this video." Blah blah. blah. For someone like me is going to shout it out, and you know, potentially that would give it the first one hundred views. That would then make it so, and then a couple of people might share it, and then somebody else might put it on Reddit, and then somebody else might say, oh, I saw this video, you know, or Veritas or Jesse or Pestily or whoever yep. watched it on their channel, and it's super interesting. What do you guys think? And then all of a sudden it gets upvoted on Reddit. That's yep. the kind of thing that is going to make it have hundreds or thousands of views is going to be that kind of thing you you're not just going to make a video quote that goes viral. It will it just it just doesn't yeah it it happens yeah. But it's like winning it's not, the lottery. It's not a repeatable I'm not gonna, process. I'm not going to yeah. tell somebody you're never going to win the lottery because I'll feel like a douchebag when they're like, ha, I won the lottery, idiot. And you're like, okay, well, it still wasn't like shitty advice. You know, it was unlikely. The other nine million people that were all watching, I was I was right to them, you know? Yeah, 100%. Like they weren't going to win the lottery. Yeah. So um, it wasn't unreasonable for me to have said the thing. So, yeah, keep that in mind. Um, it's just such an interesting conversation to be had about like oh self -promo ways of ways like of getting yeah self-promo but also like ways of getting your stuff out there like i've i've sent dms to streamers and been like hey i you know released a song i think you might like like it and i send it to them like privately but maybe while they were streaming not in hopes that they would play it but it's like it's also a possibility that like, yeah, just send it over and maybe I'll listen to it. And then they listen to it. And then everybody's like, what's the song? What's the song? Yeah. You know, it's like, you're not donating a dollar and having the text to speech. Oh be like, yo, God. everyone check out Twitch. my, that, that is on one, yeah. that's on one end of the spectrum. And there's a whole bunch of things in between. 
um, you know, what you did is fucking perfect. Yeah. Uh, yep. So, yeah, kudos. Um, but then also, this, the last piece of advice I'll give you is watch my video essay on <laughs> making video essays that I will be releasing probably In five tomorrow. Parts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because that is literally everything like when people ask like hey man you know what advice do you have to give me for tarkov i'm like watch these three videos because i spent the time to like yeah perfectly form and condense everything to where i wasn't just rambling for 20 minutes like i just was yeah. um it's you know so i would say keep a lookout for those those videos um there i i made it i made the the video essay series in a way that I think will be really interesting for and helpful for content creators who want to make any kind of content. It's not just video essays. Yeah. It's how to be successful in your soul, you know, quality-wise, making unique content. Um, it's Again, it's not about how to get a million views, how yeah. to make a million dollars. It's how to make something quality and make something that you can be proud of. Um but then also, like most of my other content, it's a whole bunch of like, there's videos of my dad woodworking, putting together my fucking Telecaster. There's me playing guitar. Yeah. There's clips of me IRL. There's throwbacks to all kinds of other channels. There's me doing editing and of audio and music and all kinds of other stuff. It's just the whole process in there. So it's not going to be super boring, even if you don't want to make video essays. But um, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, that's an I might I might preview it after the stream. We'll see. Yeah, it's a very it's you know making content's a very like personal thing. Yeah, you just gotta figure out what you want to do with it. Like you for for all we know, like it could be this is just a video you want to get out. You just have a thought. You want to put it in video form. You want you don't want to be a YouTuber. You just want to get this video out and see. You might this you might want this to be the start of something. You might just want to do it as a hobby and see where it goes. It's 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 very personal and and you kind of approach them differently. And some and, people write fucking two hundred page Reddit <clears throat> posts. Yeah, I'd like take the time you spent to fucking write out this thing and make a video. Yeah, because people don't want to read anything anymore. No, They'll watch a video though. I don't. So yeah. it's like, you know, yeah. Whether you want to be a YouTuber or not, if you just want to use this 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 platform, I mean, yeah. If you just want to make something good and you want advice, then then I think like my series will be perfect for that. I can't promise you'll get views from it, but yeah, you'll be able. You will get your message across. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And if you do it send us the link because i want to fucking watch it and yeah, we'll sure. probably talk about it and for that's sure. at least seven views at l i mean there's at least seven solid views there and maybe three or four likes i'll hit refresh on the page a few times mm. yeah. yep. <sighs> cool um and I, I think th there's a bunch of stuff i talk about here i'll save this, a few of these for okay another episode but the one thing i, I want to talk about another conversation <laughs> Oh, what number number fucking yeah. six? Yeah, no, that, that's that's a rabbit hole I don't want to go down. But the rabbit hole I do want to go down is I discovered, and I'm fairly certain this is another one of those like almost like DJ Peach Cobbler esque like lock picking lawyer. Like I think this channel was just all the comments were like three days ago. Like I just binge watched all these videos. Like I'm I'm so I'm pretty sure that like somebody came up. Okay, like, I, I don't know. This this I feel like this channel. I'll have to look at the stats. I feel like this channel is is uh, definitely got some algorithm love. Um, 
but it's called JCS Criminal Psychology. Veritas. Would it would it blow your mind to see that two days ago I watched the what pretending to be crazy looks like video? It got served to me too. 600 times I saw that thumbnail and I was like, fine, I'll watch it. And I saw that in the notes and I was like, what does, I was like, JCS criminal psychology. That sounds super like, have I heard that before? And I just now mouse over. Sounded like a fucking college course. I'm Bro, like, what? I just watched that video. And, I, and, and I've gone through and I've watched almost all of the videos. Um, so... 36 million views two weeks ago. Yeah, this must have been. Uh, I mean, all the videos have millions of views. Yeah. 10 million, 9 million, 8 million. I wonder how many of them might be recent. Um, they only post a video like, oh, once I, every, I, like yeah, Apparently, five Ms. Kiff, Hassan, XQC. So the, 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 the question, though, is are all of these people watching it because he's blown up? Or did he blow up because all these people are watching it? Who, who the fuck knows? Um, this is actually... See, now I want to add this to my... I, I want to do like a investigation on some of these viral things to figure out what was the cause. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm putting that in my to-do list because it's actually, I, I think kind of a really interesting thing because you could figure that out with analytics, like, and mentions on Google, like who was the first person to mention this thing? Yeah. You know, was, was the, were all the mentions three days before it got this huge spike or were all the mentions after, after the spike? Yeah. Okay. Well then what was the spike, you know, whatever. And you can start to look in, uh, Wayback Machine and stuff. Um, video essay series. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm going to put this down because I want to talk about um, shit going viral. Um, so this channel is, it's narrated by like a dude who you'd think would be like, uh, like on the History Channel. It's just like a very dry, like you'd think you would narrate like high school physics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like educational videos. But sometimes he just interjects amazing fucking commentary that's hilarious. He's like, he's at one point he says something like, and then she, and then this girl uh, does something and then does a perfect imitation of a of a seal leaning over some rocks or whatever. And it's like, what the fuck? And then you see the girl goes up to the thing like this. And it's like, and he overlays a picture and it's like, fucking spot on. Like he just says it's so deadpan. But it's essentially, um, he talks about cr criminal psychology. Yep. But there, and the videos are all between 15 minutes and two hours long. So you've only seen one? I've only seen one. Mm -hmm. Okay. All of these videos are like, what the fuck? They like, keep totally coming up now after I clicked on his one and watched the whole thing. Yeah. Um, so the only way, I guess, to explain it is let's just, we, we, we can talk a little bit about what pretending to be crazy looks like if you want. Um, because that's just like one example. I mean, it's yeah. one of those things I can't, they're all so different and interesting. Yeah. It's like each one of them is like making a murderer season one in and of themselves. So like how yeah, long could I each, fucking yeah. explain? So the first one is what pretending to be crazy looks like. And it starts off with, um, a hidden camera video inside of like a police, interrogation uh, room, interrogation room. And you see a guy sitting there and he, he you know, he just looks like a normal fucking dude. But apparently you find out that, like, he stabbed his mother to death for, like, telling him to, like, move out or something. Like, like holy well, shit. That okay, one, this guy's that most recent one, the pretending to be crazy, he's the one that, like, he did, like, a mass shooting. 
Well, no, but so they, they have they have three or four different examples. Oh, so oh, yeah, his, yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. of his videos, they they it shows you a lot of contrasting. Yeah. Elements. It's like so about it, one person, but then you're totally right. He prefaced it with similar stories to show context. Yeah. Yeah. So there's three major people he talks about, and it's all all of these uh, videos are basically like true crime. They'll show you like surveillance camera footage, but most of the time it's police interrogations yeah. and figuring out if people are lying, their body language, the things that they say, what they say, because we have the benefit of hindsight of we know this person did this and this and this. So they talk about the way that the cops like we all know good cop, bad cop, but like to see it in action. Yeah. In the specific ways that people do it and then how they do it. And it's really so fucking fascinating, but it opens up with a guy who stabbed his mother to death and the guy's sitting there alone. He, you know, he waits like 40 minutes before the cops come in, which the whole thing about having you sit there and wait, they're literally watching they're you watching. and they're taking like, that's all a part of it. They're not busy doing some failing a paperwork. They're sitting there making you fucking stew so that you try to think and you stress out and you see the guy sitting there and he looks totally normal. And then right when you hear the cop open the door to the room, he's going to come in. All of a sudden, you see the guy go full, like, yep. I'm, like, outer space. Outer space. I'm on drugs. I'm crazy. I'm hearing voice. Like, whatever. He just tries to act like the, the craziest person he could think of. It's a caricature of, yes. you know, crazy, whether it's mental illness or whatever. I mean, he just, he's like looking off into the distance and he's got his hand is doing this weird fucking thing. And, but as soon as the cop leaves, he's back to fucking normal. So, you know, it's like a, yep. he doesn't know he's on camera. Yep. So you objectively know that this guy is faking it. And then there's another example of the dude. So <sighs> the middle part where yep. he, this is like, oh, that that is not pretending to be crazy. He's fucking crazy. Where a, a guy like the the interrogation goes like this. The guy's like, "So what happened today?" You know, like, "Oh, I I I, I killed a man." It's like, "Oh, dude," and everything like, was like, "Yes, sir." Yeah, totally deadpan. He's like, "Do you feel do you feel sorry bad at no, all?" Sir. And he goes, "Um, I feel bad that I got caught so soon." Yep. And the guy's like. You did a bad thing today. He goes, yes, sir. Yeah. Like, do you feel any remorse? No, sir. Why? Like, why did you? Why did you shoot him? He like didn't really have an answer. Yeah. Yep. So the cops like, was it? It was like just for you. Yes, sir. He's like, what do you think should happen to you? Uh, the death sentence, sir. Oh yeah. Like holy fuck! <laughs> like whoa. And, and that was like the one guy who like didn't get the death sentence. Was the guy who's like, he, no, absolutely. Yeah. They were like, he's crazy. Yeah. Because he's definitely like, yeah. And, and then, so then the most of the video is about kid who, you know, was like a 25 person mass shooting, school shooting. And the kid was trying to pretend all of this stuff. And you could see all of the, the video footage when the cops are there, when they're not there, all of the different things. Like, it's so fascinating the, the I would say the best one that you should watch, and it's the one that was the first one I watched. Okay. I didn't even watch the pretending to be crazy one. Um, it was God. I have to go back. I don't even think it's in the first few. It's um. Oh my god, I don't remember. 
Oh, it was the up. legend. It was the legend of Jeff. <laughs> the le- oh, I've seen so many. There's the so, legend of Jeff. They're so fucking good. But it was essentially how people react or respond to being accused. Mm. How often? How often do you or have you experienced something where somebody says? Oh, that's exactly what a guilty person would say. Yeah. That's exactly how a guilty person would respond. Yeah. I have always hated that because there's just been enough times in my life, whether it was in like elementary school or junior high, where like people would be like, you're lying. And I'd be like, no. And they'd be like, well, why are you getting so defensive? Because oh. I'm fucking mad that you're telling me I'm lying. Well, that's what a liar would say. And it's like, I I learned enough to know. All I need to know is that I'm not lying. And then a bunch of people saying that's exactly how X would like, oh, well, now I know you're wrong. Now I know that people can be so sure of something based on something and just be wrong. That's all it takes is you just need to know the answer because the only person that can know if you're lying or not is you, right? Everybody else on the outside has to kind of make up their mind. So the the interesting thing was they show... There's like three, I think there's three examples where one of them, like the guy's guilty and he goes through fucking everything, Um, you know, denial, all this stuff. And then there's two where the guys are both innocent. One where a guy, I can only describe him as like, he's probably like an upper class, um, like liberal black guy from California, probably (laughs) like has a master's degree, like not not the kind of guy that you would think has like tons of run in with the law yeah. you know or whatever um he gets like arrested for uh for like burglary or something and he's just like chilling there like a normal guy you know he's fucking got his like tivo sandals on and whatever yep. and the and the cop is like we know you did it i don't even need a confession out of you we have all the proof in the world just like tell me why the guy's like Wait, what are you, ta- what are you talking about? <laughs> what do you the mean? Guy's like, we, he's like, don't even try. Like, we know you did it. He's like, we have witnesses that he's like, the dude was like, sweet, you have witnesses. Great. Like, they'll know that it wasn't me then. Yeah. The guy's like, one of the witnesses even has a camera. And we have and we have footage of you. And he's like, Great. Like, that would def- definitely prove it wasn't <laughs> me because it wasn't me. So the guy was just like totally calm, cool, and collected. Um, yeah, the guy ended up getting demoted and stuff. Uh because he's like, no, I was just going from this store to this store. You can check all the. He had yeah. his full alibi about where he was going, and it took him like three days. The guy was in jail for three days before they checked his Jesus. alibi to realize, like, oh shit, and it was just some other guy. the 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 phone call was like, it's like a five foot six white dude, and this is like a six foot four skinny black guy, and the guy's like, we know it was you. We have video footage of you, and he's like, you, no, you, you don't. don't. <laughs> and it, but he was like. That's but crazy. He's un- operating under the assumption that, like, I clearly didn't do it. Yeah. He he probably is like someone like me who, I I would assume if I got arrested, I would just cooperate. I am I am fortunate enough that like I live in you know like not the inner city. Yeah. I'm a upper middle class white dude. I know that if they fuck up, I get a, a bunch of money in a lawsuit. You know. Yeah. And it's gonna be. What what it would amount to for someone like me is a cool story, and yeah. I'm probably inconvenienced because 
they're not just gonna fabricate shit and lock me up. It's just so unlikely, right? Like they're gonna yeah. find who did it, and or, or you know, because I've got money for good lawyers and whatever. Um, so he's probably like me, where he just assumed like they'll fucking sort this out. Like it's yep. not a clearly this is a misunderstanding. There's another dude who's like a little bit more rough and tumble. You might you might even say like not really like white trashy, but like it, it seems like he's like down south, more like emotional. Um, I, I, I don't know. He's, he's, the, the dude, the, the thing is that he had like run-ins with the law before when he was younger, he got in trouble for burglary. So this is somebody who had to mm. like has distrust in the system, but he's like, I'm turning my life around yeah. and I'm not going to fuck up. And he's got a job and he's like taking care of his family. And he was like sleeping at his mom's house this whole day. And the cops are like, we know it was you that burglarized his house and like assaulted a woman. And he's like, I've never been fucking anywhere near this. I don't know who you're like. He gets yeah. pissed, but it's like in a reasonable way, you know, where yeah. it was like, if your friends told you that you were lying, you'd be like, fuck you. I'm not lying. Like you're telling me that I assaulted a woman. She's saying I was like, fuck her. She's straight up lying. You know what yep. I mean? And it's like two people, both innocent acting completely different. Half the people would say he's guilty. Half the people would say he's guilty. And it's just interesting to see like, it's not cut and dry, but there are things yeah. that you can maybe tell whether it's body language or whatever. Um, that's what this whole YouTube channel is about. That's it's so fucking crazy good. Crazy stuff. You need to watch all yeah. these videos and it's all like multiple murders and homicides. The whole Casey Anthony case, which I heard about for years, but didn't know anything about the the thing. It's called, there's something uh, about Casey. It's an hour and eight minutes long. And it's like, holy fuck. And this chick, 10,000%, like as, as, yeah. sure, as sure as you are that, that um, the guys in Make the Murderer <laughs> yeah. didn't do it. She absolutely killed her kid. Yeah, for sure. That all happened in Florida, and, and right? And she got off. And she got off. Yeah. I remember like, that was a huge thing because I lived in Florida at the time. And yeah, that was crazy. That stuff was crazy. Fucking whack. But yeah, there's so many, so many good videos. And they're all interesting, fascinating, funny some of them, one of them is actually, it's called The Case of Andy B. That one's about like a Vietnam veteran who like PTSD and it's mm. actually really tragic. Um, like it's one of those things, like he guns down an officer and ends up getting the death penalty. And like at the end, you you feel bad for the guy because. Yeah, it's there's that's like that's a complex situation. Yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, it's, that's it's, cool. yeah, it's it's worth watching all of the video. I've watched all of them. Haven't haven't disliked a single one. Uh, they're all fucking awesome. So JCS criminal psychology. Everybody will make that shit go more fucking viral yeah. than it already needs to be. Uh, yeah, I wanna I wanna I wanna watch more of those because I I was just the other day I watched the pretending to be crazy one and I was like, this is wild. This is wild. Um, I watched Tenet. Okay. It was so good. Yeah. Oh my god. Do you, do you like? I need to watch it again. I want to watch it again for sure, for sure. It, dude. There were so many layers. Oh my gosh, it was so good. It was so good. It's it. It's so it's it's so hard to even if you just Google image tenant timeline. It looks like the Boston subway map. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And it like, oh, my God. and it, it, and it, it, 
I want to watch it again, but I also kind of like I got it. It wasn't like one of those where you have to watch it because I like truly didn't understand it. I feel like I understand what was going on. I just want to watch it again because I know that you can you just know how many like timelines there are. So you just want to pick you'll 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 catch up. You'll yeah. catch on so many other things yeah. where you're like, oh, that was him from there. Like Dude. Oh, the 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 whole I, I won't spoil anything, but basically the whole premise of the movie is like that there's like inverted time so it's almost like it's almost like imagine if the movie was folded in over itself so that when you're watching the first half what you're seeing is like the first half or the first quarter and the last quarter happening at the, at the same, same time, time. Bro, it, while also like the middle quarter and then the other middle quarter are also happening at the same time it's fucking buck wild it's it's really dude really fascinating it, yeah it like it was one of the it's the most unique and like refreshing time travely premises that i've seen in a really long time there's some meme, I gotta look it up, where it's like Christopher Nolan time traveled. It's like something along the lines of like Interstellar is like time dilation. This other thing is like time, uh, Inception is like time oh. nesting. And then this one is like, it's just like the logical evolution of it's like fucking time folded. Like it's just like, <laughs> what else can we do with time? I need to find it. That's amazing. Oh, it was it was really good. It was really, really good. Like I, I agree with what you were saying. Like I still think Interstellar is probably my favorite nolan movie but it was really really good really good movie yeah it was uh it was crazy that's one of those ones that um i think is like worth i, I almost i almost feel like watching like a tenant explained and it, it, some people can do this some people can't um i won't say everybody should but i know i'm the type of person that I'm glad I saw Tenet explained before I saw Tenet because it's like, I didn't know any of the characters, didn't really know the story, yeah. but it was like a lot of the fundamental things where it's like, it just made me appreciate it the first time through more than I would have. Yeah. Because it's like, Oh, he's fighting that guy. Like I, it, it might've dawned on me later that like, Oh, that I know who that guy is that he's fist fighting in the beginning. Like, yeah, but I might've just missed it too. Yeah. You know, like, there, there are things... I mean, maybe not that example, because that's a little bit more obvious, but, like... But I see um, what you're saying. Yeah, there's just so many things that you that you catch on that, uh, to me, it's not... A lot of the cool, mind-blowing shit in movies are not amazing only if you figure it out. Mm. They're amazing in and of themselves. Yeah. Uh, whether you figured it out or not, like no matter how you arrive there, it's still an amazing moment. Yeah. Like I think I had the village. Did you see the village? Mm -hmm. I think I had the village spoiled for me beforehand. And I still, even though I like knew what was coming, yeah. it was still like, oh, uh, I could still appreciate the genius of what it was doing yep. and put myself in the mindset of like, wow, you know, whatever, without having the whole like, mind-blowing sort of moment but I, I know not everybody's like that yeah um it was super interesting that the main character didn't have a name like he was just the protagonist that's all anybody ever called him 
I don't remember that. Yep. I prob I probably like it was probably something I yeah, didn't yeah. to uh I didn't realize it until after the movie when I watched Tenet Explained. I was like maybe what? maybe well I mean if you want the thing is that like in an explained movie uh explained video they're going to call everybody the protagonist and the antagonist so if they're doing like a cinematic whatever. Yeah. Maybe I saw that first and then it just didn't click that they were in the movie still they calling him actually calling him the protagonist. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Because that, 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 I would have noticed that, I think. Yeah. It's Maybe super I interesting. I, just I don't know. It's, it's a great movie. It's hard to get in without like crazy heavy spoilers and a whole lot of time to talk about time travel. But like, it really was just a solid. It was such a good movie. I loved the premise. It felt refreshing. It didn't feel what I was worried going into it because everybody says it was so complicated that. I was worried that it was just complicated just for the sake of complicated. Like I thought it was just going to be red herring after red herring and just like, Oh, like just so you don't know. But like, I feel like I followed along enough to watch the movie, love the movie, enjoy the movie, understand the movie, have questions about the movie, but still like, like it felt, it felt good. It didn't feel like, Oh, just I mean, eye roll another time. Like, you know what I mean? It, yeah. it felt good. So when you watched the explained, were there a lot of things that you're like, oh, that makes sense that you just missed? Or did you like get everything? Because there was a lot that I there was a lot I missed even having seen the explained beforehand. Yeah. That I was like, oh, shit. OK, cool. But the cool part about this movie is that they, it didn't need red herrings. It wasn't yeah. like a movie that was meant to confuse you. No. It was the concept is so alien and interesting that they can literally do it in front of your eyes yep. and you're like it's like sleight of hand yep. if you even even when i know that somebody is doing you know when they're like whoop, and then their fucking yeah. thing is gone you know it's like i know that you just did a trick and i'm still like fucking sweet yep i i'm not like how did he just dematerialize that matter? You know, yeah, like I'm yeah, not, yeah. I'm not confused. I know what he's doing, yeah. but I'm impressed by it. There was nothing about that that was like meant to confuse you, yeah. or it wasn't like the sixth sense where at the end you're like, Whoa! you know what I mean? Exactly. It was exactly. It was just like, oh, all these things that I had they've shown me this whole time. Yeah. Not even hidden. And exactly. they, it wasn't even, they weren't even like, I don't know. This is like a, an interesting distinction. Like, like, yeah. Is it, can we fucking spoil the sixth sense? Like, has it been long oh, enough to yeah. where like everybody, everybody knows that he's dead the whole time? Right? Yeah, <laughs> like, you've way past the statute of limitations on that. There are like really subtle things where nobody like talks to him or looks at him like throughout the movie. Like, yeah but it's you just think like people are ignoring him or whatever or that he's talking to himself or like maybe they're upset with him those are things that like they're kind of hints that later are that you'll be like oh 100%. but that's different yes than when like two guys are in a fist fight and you don't know who the first guy is and then like later on you see it from the perspective of, and it's like oh what the fuck like I don't know. It's just no, for sure. It's like it's somewhere like the Book of Eli. Like, did you ever see that movie? Oh yeah. One okay, so like, spoiler alert. 
it's been a long time since that movie too. But like, so you find out at the end he's blind the whole time. And the very first scene of the movie is him like running his hands over everything. Like, you know what I mean? And walking around. And it, at first, when the first time you look at it, it's just like this super stylized, like cool thing. And then, but when you watch it again, you're like, oh, like that was telling me without telling me. But he's like, I smelled you from a mile yes. away where he's talking. He's like, oh, he literally smelled them. Like, he's not saying they smelled bad. Yes. That's his main sense of fucking, they're, you know, like, they're telling you these things, knowing that you'll never know until the end. And then when you come back, you're like, oh, stuff like Tenant is like, it's not the, at no point in the movie is, is the movie mechanic. telling you something and expecting the audience to get it or not get it. Christopher Nolan just drops you in the middle of it. And I think that's the He's distinction. Like, this is time travel. The whole that's point of the, the movie is like there's no there's no expectation for the audience to figure anything out. As far as Christopher Nolan's concerned, there's nothing to figure out. You're just showing up late to the party and putting the pieces together as you go. There is yeah, no yeah. I called it early. Like there's no oh well I, the, it, exactly no the, red herring. The protagonist it's just from the beginning happening. is like, like the protagonist from the beginning is like, okay, you don't know. I mean, they're in the same spot as we are. You don't know how this time travel shit works. We're going to explain to you how the time, this is time travel. We're going to be inverting time. Shit is crazy. And yeah. you're like, okay, like you're not, it's not a, 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 a like a, a riddle or exactly. a crazy gotcha. It's like, you have to kind of figure out what you're looking at, you know? Yep. Like, it's almost like learning uh, how physics works. It's not a spoiler when you exactly. figure out like, oh, F equals MA. You just, now you understand the yes. formula. They and, tell you, they don't hide anything from you at all. And that's what I love because I hate when movies and TV shows just lean super hard into the, you know, the the proverbial wink like, this is important. Remember this for later. You know what I mean? I hate Check it when, gun, when, yeah. the, when the two characters like, I, I I noticed that stuff when two characters are talking and I'm thinking this conversation would never happen. This is all information each of them already know. They're just saying it set us up. for me. And I feel like that breaks me out of the movie or TV show when they're not looking at me, but they're talking to me. And so like there's dude there is none of that. And people don't people don't like that cuz then it, it feels hard to comprehend. Show, but it feels don't tell. exactly it feels real to me. It feels like I'm I'm a part of this journey as opposed to like bro who like who would talk who would tell the other person that of course. You know what I mean? It's like well that's for you. So I, yeah, so I love that about his movies and 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 I loved that about Tenet for sure. Hell yeah. Um so the, the one last question I want to ask I sent you a link to a video. Didn't know if you get a chance to watch it. Um, oh, where... I did watch that video. The scene breakdown. Yeah, the scene breakdown. I've never even heard of this movie or anything, but yeah. it was lessons from a screenplay, which is another channel. I, we, I won't get into detail. If you like every frame of painting and that kind yeah. of stuff, where it breaks down cinematography and whatever, lessons from a screen screenplay. Go watch it. But I sent you a um, a, a video. It's called "How Good Filmmaking Brings a Script to Life." And yeah. it basically breaks down how normally they talk about screenplays, which is effectively like the written script. It's not. And this is kind of newish to me, the whole idea of, quote unquote, like a screenplay. But what it is effectively is, is it's almost like 
um, the middle ground between like a script and like a storyboard. Mm, it's like yeah. talking about what's going on, what people are doing between lines, what people are doing, what they're saying. You know, like it'll be like Jody covers her face in shame, and then Jody says something, and then it'll be like yeah, you know, and and different writers. Some writers won't put any of that shit in there. They'll just write it like a script. Whereas some people would be like camera pan back like they'll put lots of details and this scene that they have it's a conversation between two women where they're literally just kind of like bickering at each other one is painting portrait of another one and what they do with the framing and the movement of the camera and the timing which is something i never even knew existed the whole idea of not tempo but not cadence yeah i mean yeah like basically it was tempo yeah tempo um you can literally see like the, they they have like the the blocks broken down at the bottom of the timeline like you were looking at it like in Adobe Premiere where it was yeah. like when they cut back and forth between person A and person B and it's like person A person B person A person B and then all of a sudden person A yep and then person B and then but and then it's like oh okay like you would think that that would be inconsequential but when someone says something and the camera stays on them and they're silent and then it pans back and then someone enters the frame in the right amount of time. It's and then and then says something. And then when they turn back and walk out of frame, the camera stays back and then it goes to the other person. And when it was short angle is wide angle, it's like you get a total crazy, crazy sense of like, wow, you you feel this whole power dynamic struggle. It's the one of the most fascinating videos I've ever seen. Yep. And it, what, what the biggest thing it did is it made me realize that 98% of film and cinematography, I don't even know. I, they do it without me even fucking knowing it. And now I need yep. to know it all. Yep. Yep. And it's uh, what, what I found fascinating about that was like the reason she took so much care into writing that screenplay that way was because that the decision to make that entire movie without a score. No music, which is the music insane. is usually provides the tempo. Yeah. So the tempo and the emotion and the like, like you could watch that video you sent me and the Marvel Symphonic Universe and just have such a crazy fundamental understanding of like how, how much in addition to the actor or actress pl- helps and plays a part in conveying emotion in a movie, how the soundtrack can do that in uh, every frame of paintings video, but then in this video, how the blocking, the camera movement, how silence can do it, how, you know, if somebody's going to walk, having them walk an odd number of steps helps to add with tension as opposed to resolution. Like, Imagine panning in close to somebody who says something sad and all of a sudden you're like, on a fucking violin. Like, the violin, you just bought me 20 sadness points for free. yes. Yeah, and what this thing does is, it's like I'm not even gonna take those free sadness points nope. from the fucking violin. I'm gonna do it just with. I'm gonna earn my how sadness the actress points. twitches her fucking lip, and how her eyebrow moves, and what they say, and how the camera moves, and it's like, fuck me. Yeah, like, it's wow. crazy. It was. It, it was makes crazy me. Stuff. It makes me look at like any Marvel movie and be like, yeah. you're such dog shit. It's cheap. Like. It's cheap. God, it's so it's it's all of those. It's like the Minecraft Let's Play that get eight hundred million views. You know that are like it's just a kid like ah, fart noises, <laughs> and it's like you know, and those are the ones that that get all the money. Yeah. And then 
you know, something like a Veritas video essay gets 600 <laughs> views. <you know? laughs> yeah. I'm not equating myself with no, any of this shit. It was, a, um, it was a great video, for sure. It was a great video. Oh, God. I think, I, I think as far as down as the rabbit hole as I want to go, I think. Yeah. Dude, it's good stuff. I've been loving this, man. There's so much good content out there. So... Dude, I've been learning so fucking much I about know. so much. I, dude, oh. I... That's all I want to do is just learn about stuff I'm never going to need to implement ever. But I just like learning. I just like watching videos and appreciating other people being the best at their craft. And it's good stuff. Here's the thing. Once you're done watching episode five of making a Veritas video essay, you will then you'll think about what you just said differently. Okay. Because all of the stuff you're learning, you'll never use it. But all of that stuff is what makes you you yeah, and it informs, what gives you. Yeah. I don't I can't it spoil informs it. That... Micro decisions and it like you. Yeah, it, it you know, an aspiring screenplay writer writer might be more greatly affected by that video we were just talking about. But I will be affected somehow by it, by appreciating it and watching it, I think is what you're saying in some way. <laughs> I'll watch the videos. When are they? You said they re-release them soon. Um, they're all uploaded. I just need to go through oh, nice. and figure out what I want to like. I got to write descriptions and tags and just put them in a playlist so I can watch them while they're unlisted. They're all private <laughs> because I don't want to make them unlisted. <laughs> um, but it, 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 uh, tomorrow, first thing I'm going to go through and make them public. Although I am going to, I think, if people in chat want to watch. Uh, mm. want to watch them, I might just play them all live now so that you could watch the VOD or something. Yeah. If, if you were interested. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Because honestly, it's a way for me to quality control. I haven't watched them all all the way through yet oh, after exporting them, so I you... might as well just... That's actually a great idea. It's like one final visual pass. That's actually, that's which, actually is, good... which is in episode two i talk about <laughs> doing a visual pass I, i'm telling you this i, I wasn't kidding this when i said this is meta dude christopher nolan's <laughs> youtube series on how to um well cool dude that sounds good i'm excited i'm excited i'll probably go play some tarkov and talk about streets oh yeah yeah so uh thank you guys for hanging with this man this has been this has been good stuff we finally got a little taste of some tarkov news it's it's exciting to know that next week we'll have more to talk about because they'll be talking about something on sunday um but it has felt really good having all this other stuff and being able to just talk about content as a whole uh the viewer messages yeah anybody listening or live right now uh, you can head to our anchor link and uh drop those messages with either questions like scav talked it about content or um, anything that you think we would like to see and discuss and break down, love those or, or leave those messages because we're listening to them and it has led us down countless amazing rabbit holes already in just a few weeks. So that's been dope. Um, so thank you guys for hanging with us. Uh, it's a weekly show. We'll be back next week. Uh, it'll be live on YouTube and all the podcast platforms early next week. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.